Welcome to the 99, episode 3. Today, we have another special guest. The mohawked, muscular man. The boss of beekeeping. A shoulder-spreading specialist. The man with a lunch kit bigger than your fridge. Today, Chris Clyer. Welcome, Chris. How are you doing today? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you for uh, having me. So we're doing something a little different today. Um, so we're eating chili as we get started here. Um, normally don't eat on these things, but it's just to settle in. And That's right. I might have gotten too paranoid or something. So <laughs> I just figured I better have something to keep me occupied. My security blanket is chili. Yeah, yeah. And uh, actually, Chris got me into, ch- like, I always like chili, but he would pack three chilies a day for like a week's worth of lunches and uh that got me into doing the same thing Mm. and now it's been a long time since i've even made chili yeah so i'm glad we're having that Mm -hmm. this is great it's good i like it you like it good chris likes his chili (laughs) so um well we'll get started here with obviously uh as mentioned in the intro, you're a shoulder-spreading specialist. <laughs> you do a bit of rock trekking as well. A little bit. Um, so, like, when you were younger, what was it you were wanting to get into? Like, as in what I wanted to be when yeah. I grew up? Oh, there was never anything. I nothing, never, eh? Nothing I ever really wanted to do. I know most kids are like, oh, I want to be a police officer. I want this, you know, the, the, the classic, I want to be this when I grow up. And it was never like that for me. I just, you know, I, I just wanted something to do that I liked. And, you know, if you treat me well and you pay me well, I'm going to stick around. Yeah. That's kind of, you know, yeah. how I like. And I like it where I am now because I do get to do different things. You know what I mean? I'm not always on the shoulders better. You know, yeah. sometimes I'll be doing other stuff, rock truck, et cetera, whatever. And, yeah. And that's kind of one thing I like about it. I get a little bit of a variety. Yeah. Yeah. I hear you there. Um, I could never really settle on one thing when I was younger. Mm-hmm. It would be like, oh, I want to be a rock star, or uh, <laughs> which even that back then you know that's not really happened, but you can dream. Yeah, like uh, a hockey player. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's not happening. <laughs> um, and then like so nowadays it's like, well, I can make music for fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I have my job which pays well and funds my habit. Funds my habit. Um, <laughs> it's a side. Yeah. <laughs> My heroin habit. Now we're being honest. Yeah, that's why. So that's why he's heavy set, right? Yeah, heroin. exactly. <laughs> I think I think that's the new thing these days is a side hustle. Yeah. No. Yeah. That Some people be. sell drugs. Uh, well, that's part. Of, <laughs> that's part of how I ended up getting into the honeybees a little bit too. Oh yeah. So that's something I want to ask you about is honeybees because that's uh, you're the only person I know. Done that, that's eh? ever been in the business of bees. Well, I remember when I was little, my dad had some some beehives um, when I lived out by Cobalt. Yeah, and I mean, I was never you know I just seen them at a distance when I was a kid and never really got into it. And then just a couple of years ago, whatever, I just I kind of remembered that too, and then I decided that's something I wanted to do. You know, I, I was really interested in it, and just for what it does is good. Yeah, and I you know. When I moved away, like my job, you know, it was good. They paid me pretty good in that, but I, I wanted something a little extra. I needed to make a little bit more money. And already working a full time job, I didn't have time for another full time job. But yeah. I mean, I had time for someone to work for me, so to speak. And that's where the bees came in. They go and collect the honey, you know, yeah. kind of thing. And, and that's kind of how it worked. And it never really made me a lot of money. I mean, uh, 
a little bit here and there. And it kind of, I'd get money kind of at the right times when I could use a little extra cash. All yeah. of a sudden I'd make some honey sales. And, oh, there's like five, six hundred bucks. Oh, I could, I need Oh, you got bonuses. Know? So it's like, you know. You get bonuses? What do you mean bonuses? Like, uh. When they sell the honey, we're getting like extra cash for that. Well, this is my like my own honey. Like this is that was your business. Yeah, that's all my stuff. Those were my hives. That was all mine. Like that's cool. You know, and that's what I mean. Like uh, you know, I just if I every time I find felt like I needed some extra money once in a while, like it just magically I ended up selling some honey. I'm like oh perfect, I needed that extra cash, and yeah, that's kind of you know worked out like that. So, but no, it's fun. It's something I really enjoyed, and I want to take it up again once I get settled up here. And then, uh, but yeah, I'm not gonna go as big. Like I had like 20 hives when I was down. Yeah. I'm thinking maybe I'll do like five or something now just because, you know, it takes a lot of time to do that. I like to go yeah. through everybody, right? And so, you know. That's yeah. cool, man. I've seen I've seen some hives uh, on Clover Valley Road. Someone's got some going there. Well, I know a lot of the, like, once, I've seen them just come up recently too, but as the season progresses, especially on the canola fields and that, you'll see them all by the, for the crops and that, right? Yeah. And there's not too many people up here this far that, I think there's lily bee apiaries out towards Earlton and other than that I don't know any places that are full time seasoned around here like most people yeah get their bees in from other places for the season and then take them at the end of the year so do you trim your dandelions <laughs> no <laughs> it's funny that every time I see the dandelion bloom or whatever in the spring I always think of bees and stuff yeah. it makes me think of that right yeah because there's lots like especially traveling to work the fields are full of them like not now everything's went to seed but I can't remember nice if it was last year or the year before but there was this huge like on social media everyone was like sharing things about don't cut your dandelions yeah. yet with the bees yeah it's hard to leave them there <laughs> when you're cutting the grass yeah, and well, it's yeah, a whole... you can't certain things or whatever <laughs> but I mean obviously you know <laughs> Do you ever get stung in that oh, business? Man, I've been psyched. Oh, ridiculous amount of times, buddy. But I mean, I don't, I don't find honeybee stings are near as intense as other other stings from other bees and stuff like that. Um, like it's sure it's it's intense enough, but it goes away fairly quickly. I find yeah, it's kind of just like a dull thing after. But I've been stung sometimes six, seven, eight, ten times at, all at once. Ooh, that sucks. Ooh, you feel that? Like they got my ankles the one time, and one time I decided to climb up a tree and try and get a swarm out in my shorts and t-shirt. Yeah, that was a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I've taken my fair hair sometimes on the eyelids. It got looks like your eyes all looks like you got in a fight or whatever. Yeah. Oh yeah. Sometimes they get you on the knuckles. That feels weird. Oh, there's just I've been stung on the knuckles. Yeah. yeah. But no, I yeah, I've taken my fair share. Like when I first started, when I bought five hives, when I first started. And I just bought like a headpiece and I just wear a jacket and I tuck my shirt and I'm like, I only got five hives. If I get stung a couple times, you know, on the hive or whatever, no big deal. But so once you get like 20 hives, if you get stung two or three times every single hive, that adds up. You don't, you know what I mean? Yeah. You're going to start to hate it. So I ended up buying a full suit. That's good. So I had more comfortability. I didn't have to rush. I could take my time and it just made things a lot easier. So you have a bit, did you have a big store fridge of honey? Do you eat a lot of honey actually? Well, I, not as much as you think. I mean, it's. It's like anything when you have a lot of it. It's not like you know yeah. hardcore on it. You know what I mean? When you, it's hard to explain. Um, I eat enough of it, I guess. Not mostly in tea and stuff like that, or in like oatmeal and that. Yeah, you sell it in jars. Or? Yeah, sell it in jars. Yeah. yeah, like right now I don't. Obviously, I have a little bit of supply left over from last year, or whatever. But I mean, I won't have more again until I get going again next year. But I wanted to do this year, but they're just I wasn't established to where I was going to be, and the season's already started now. So, like, do you make the honey yourself? The bees make the honey. They just make it and you just funnel it into a bottle straight from there. They get it from flowers. Nectar from flowers. That's so cool. That's where it comes from. That's where you get different different colors and stuff like that from the different crops, whatever they were yeah. the, the nectar from, yeah. Have you ever seen that, like, uh, spreadable honey that's, like, they make it in uh, around here in Abitibi, I think. 
it's like it's not yellow. It's like like a creamy color. Yeah. Well, I think that's just it's just creamed honey or whatever. What it is is it's crystallized honey, and then they'll whip it to break down all the crystals. So yeah, it's creamy. That's basically all that is. It's not. Oh, it's good. No, it is good. It's yeah. good stuff. <laughs> it's really good. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, the only beekeeper I know. Hmm. I, yeah, I thought for some reason I thought it was like you were working for your uncle or oh, no. no, you were going to do landscaping at first, right? When you left here no, a couple no, I was years ago. Work for my uncle. Yeah, he owns a construction company. Yeah. Okay. Work for him. Yeah. And then you went to beekeeping. Well, I did that while I was doing that. Oh. It was kind of and, it, and it kind of worked out nice because working construction, I'd have access to like material wood and stuff that I could use in like scraps and stuff that yeah. would otherwise get burned. It wouldn't cost me anything. So that kept my costs down to be able to do it because it, it takes a bit of money to like, to get into that stuff. Like, you know, the hives and stuff and like, it isn't cheap, you know? Yeah. So it was nice that I was able to build a lot of stuff and it kept my costs. That would have been a lot for me. That would have been a lot harder to do now because yeah, well, wood, yeah. holy yeah. freak. Yeah, I know. I know. My dad's, uh, so he's getting married this summer Okay. Uh, and they built like this. It's not a gazebo. I almost don't understand. It looks nice. I almost don't understand the function because it doesn't block the sun. It's like a gazebo that doesn't block the sun. Like instead of a roof. Is is it four poles with a string around the top? (laughs) No, I got four wooden beams. Okay. Four wooden beams. And then uh, there's some beams across the top. Okay. Um, I think you can like wrap vines and flowers around oh, okay. and stuff like, like that. Kind of like they have at weddings and stuff like that. Yeah, one of those. Yeah, and then they've got like a nice rock called, pond but... behind it. Okay, it's, it looks really nice. Before that probably. Yeah. Okay. okay, I've seen that in, like movies and stuff, but yeah. I don't... But some of the wood pieces he was using there. Um, he works at the plating mill in Elk Lake, but he was okay. saying this wood a year, no, maybe two years ago was six bucks a piece. Mm-hmm. He paid twenty five bucks a piece. That's crazy. That's oh man. I don't understand how everything just gets to get jacked up like that. It's not like if there was a shortage of lumber and trees, this this prices would have been high. It's not like, the, you know what I mean? Yeah. It just, yeah, I don't know. Some of those things just seem weird to me how all of a sudden you can charge an arm, like, especially with the gas. Yeah. When the pandemic first hit where we were down south, I think it was like, it went down to like 60 something cents. And I remember listening on the radio, them saying, oh, well, we can't charge any less without making a profit. Yeah. So you were making a profit at 60 something cents. Why is it a dollar 35 now? Yeah. Why? Your pockets are lined for the rest of your life. Yeah. Why not give us the rest of us a chance to live. I you think know? a chunk of that's the carbon tax. Um cuz I think Alberta just got rid of theirs and now they're gas is like deal with the carbon. <laughs> yeah. We got a lot of trees up here. Yeah. You know it's I mean? it's like, annoying. I know. Um I know in the states the so, did you hear about the gas shortage at all in the states? No. So, someone, uh, someone, ha- or maybe a group of people, I don't know, hacked like one of the biggest gas chains or oil okay conglomerates in the states. Mm-hmm. Hacked them, kept all their their they locked up all their documents and everything to be able to like pay people and all that stuff oh, okay. and ask for like a huge sum of money and like that's kind of what sparked that whole thing in the states. It's, uh, they held all their information ransom. No, that's what it is. Okay. Yeah. Is that what they, that was? Bleh. Is that what happened with the uh, with us the meat thing there? The meat thing. There was something meat place got hacked or some meat market thing. I heard about something like that too. It's probably something like that something ransomware. Similar. So I was working at a computer store, and every once in a while, there was a small business brought in a computer. They were held ransom. <laughs> uh, the the person wanted like ten grand for their files. <laughs> like they they do that. And um, I was listening to a podcast last week, 
I forget which company it was. They had all their stuff held ransom. And, and like the FBI and all that, they'll say, don't pay the ransom. Yeah, never. But it's cheaper for the company to pay the ransom than to re, redo everything. But then if you pay the ransom, this person is going to get away with it. So they're going to do it again. Yeah. To say they don't keep your information and say, ah, fuck you, too bad. Yeah. And I want another 10 grand. And I'm, yeah. like, you know what I mean? Like, so I guess one company that, like a billionaire company, they wanted $70,000. They wouldn't pay it. But it cost them freaking like over ten million dollars to restructure everything. That's crazy. Isn't there like a, a backup system where they have all this stuff on like a, another memory storage where they there should be and there, my information anyways? There's software too to protect you from ransomware. Specifically, mm-hmm. most people go out and get antivirus or whatever, but antivirus will not protect you from okay. people taking your stuff ransom. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, crazy times we live in. I don't know. How's it, how's the chili? It's good. It's good. It's pretty good. Yep. Yeah. I uh, better than mine, anyways. I think. But yeah, really, I haven't had it in so long. It's probably maybe there's just that. No, no. <laughs> so the veggie one, I do. I do pretty much everything the same, but instead of beef, it's I dog use food. A bit of dog food <laughs> for the texture. That's no, right. No dog food. But I, I put uh, – so I started off with the olive oil. Okay. Then I put some onions in there and some garlic right. and uh, tofu. Tofu. For the tofu to absorb. Isn't that, that white-looking brick of cheese kind of thing? Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. So tofu generally will taste like whatever you cook it with. Okay, because it's kind of plain in itself or whatever. Yeah. Okay. So I would put that in there and uh, let it absorb all the onion and the garlic mm-hmm. up. Okay. And then do everything else as normal, add, um, add the other stuff in. Mm-hmm. Um, but, man, did it ever taste good. And I added, uh, I would add lentils as well, red lentils. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, but the one time I did it, I put so much red lentils in because they were dry lentils. And had, oh, so yeah, it absorbed all the liquid out mm-hmm. of the chili. And I'm like, this is too thick, <laughs> too thick. And I'm, I didn't have any broth. I didn't want to add water because it would dilute. Make it kind of taste plain. Yeah, and, and I'm like there. looking in the fridge, add some Clamato. There we the, go. That works. So that's like the horseradish in there. Okay, with booze in it too? No booze, oh, just Clamato. And <laughs> um, would have been fine with the booze. Would have boiled up. Um, but I added that in there, and it was like, it was one of those things where it's like, you hear about recipes where it was an accident or something like that. Mm-hmm. And it was like that. It was so freaking good. You could never recreate it. No. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> one there, of those I, I had that one time too. I was going to watch, I forget if it was the new, one of the new Avengers movies or whatever. Went to McDonald's to grab, I think I wanted like two McDoubles extra pickles. That's what I always get. And, uh, extra pickles. Yeah, <laughs> man. It's freaking legendary. It is. <laughs> and, uh, I, I opened my bag on the way. It's a freaking Angus burger. And I normally don't like the Angus because when I used to work there, people would leave them in there forever. So they're usually old. Okay. But it was hot and fresh Angus. But there's a grill slip on it. Add this, add this, add this, mm-hmm. know this. And it, so it was a totally custom burger. Yeah. And it was like the best burger I ever had from McDonald's. I don't know. Did you enjoy that? Good, because it'll never happen. Yeah, it'll never happen again. I don't, the the grill slip was so long, I don't remember what was on the thing. Nice. Oh, that was terrific. It doesn't normally work out that way. There was one time, though, when when, uh, my buddy went there, he's so picky, he, well, he, he goes, 
four. Uh, can I get four double cheeseburgers? No pickles, no onions. Sorry, sorry about that. He always says sorry. <laughs> and uh, they they brought us some junior chickens and McDoubles, and they had like Thai sauce on them and shit. And uh, he's like, "Oh, Andre, this is the wrong order." So he's like, "Oh, you keep it. I'll go get the right one." And yep. so I eat those burgers. Nice. It's nice when that stuff works out. <laughs> yeah. So I know you like uh, hunting. Have you been out? Well, not since I've been here, because I mean, it was season was over and that. But yeah, so it's in the fall, I guess. Fall. Eh? Yeah. And I like to hunt. I usually deer hunting with dad, and I like I haven't been. I mean, I just did the last couple of years that I've been down south, and that. But when I'm up here, I never really did any big game hunting. Just just bird partridge. Hunting. Yeah, that's all. I do like the taste of partridge. Oh, yeah, me too. I'm looking forward to it because I know by Elk Lake, there's lots out that way. So I feel like it'd be harder to shoot a partridge than a bear. Right. Because it's smaller. Yeah, but you can pretty much walk right up to it. Really? I guess. They're they kind of simple like that. Bush, walk, bush not chickens. Ev- yeah. Not everywhere, though. I went somewhere out by North Bay with my brother once. Um, lots and lots of birds. As soon as you stop the car, gone. Yeah. Fly away instantly. But there was a lot of people hunting on the road on bikes. So yeah. if you're moving, there's no problem. We, we, we found a way to get them. So I'm not going to say how, but we found a way how to get them without them flying away. We'd go like every day and get our limit or whatever. And yeah. yeah. So no, it was a nice spot, but like a lot of people though. So you had to kind of, you know. But yeah, no, there's, apparently there's lots of it by Elk Lake, my brother was saying too. And I, yeah. When I was living here a couple years ago. I used to go by Kennebec and, and go there, and it was pretty good, pretty yeah. good success out that way, too. I was running into quite a few. Um, so uh, when I was out in Edmonton, we were visiting Amanda's family. Mm-hmm. We went out to Banff for a day, okay. and the, there's deer right in town there. Like, they just walk on the street, mm-hmm. and, like, they're protected, obviously. Otherwise, they probably wouldn't be like that. But you could just get out and walk right up to it. That was oh, really yeah. cool. Yeah. We also visited, uh, I forget what that's called. Now, it's just outside Edmonton. And you go down a road, and there's a bunch of buffalo. Right. On one side of the road was, like, one type of buffalo. And then on the other side, they had so much buffalo, they sold a bunch to Russia and shipped buffaloes overseas <laughs> to Russia. Okay. But these buffaloes, you could get out and, like... You're not, you're not supposed to get too close to them. But, I mean, like, I was literally from here to maybe the wall of my bedroom. You might be nervous, away. Man, That's a big animal. I'm just looking at it, and it, it, it just it looks... Besides, it doesn't like you, man. Yeah. <laughs> so that's I, it. I, I was going... <laughs> and then I started getting sketched out, like, this thing will kill me. <laughs> if it right wants right. to kill me, it will kill me. Yeah. But, man, I, it was cool to be that close to a buffalo. Yeah. Actually, I, they're little. I think they're the world's largest land mammal, aren't they? Not a, what about an elephant? That's an, a mammal, isn't it? North American. Oh, okay. Mammal. There we go. Okay. There we go. Yeah. I'm pretty sure an elephant's big too. Yeah. <laughs> nice. oh, they're cool. Have you ever watched um, Our Planet on Netflix? Like the documentary stuff. And, oh yeah, I'm, I'm, that's one of the, one of the things I really like watching. Mostly. Yeah. Oh, I like, love it. About that and I like space stuff and that, like space Me exploration. Too. Is Me like, too, man. I love space. I just hope that I'm alive for the day that we find something really cool or find yeah. another planet or find another life. I want to be around for something like that. would just make my day. Me and Amanda spent a lot of time watching space videos. Like, just, yeah. just like, like, uh, you know, the Andromeda galaxy is, right? Yeah. If you say you could just teleport there right now mm-hmm. and look at Earth through a telescope yeah. from the Andromeda galaxy. And you're looking at Earth, you would see 
the dinosaurs on the earth. Okay, yeah, because you're so far. By the time it gets to you, that's like just seeing it. Oh, that's and that's, that blows see, that's my one mind. of the one of the things I think about finding life on another planet. I think you know, life is out there, but I think maybe part of the reason it's hard to find is because by the time something comes up and comes and lives and dies, that's kind of what happens. It'll pop up, something from yeah. and then that planet goes dead, then another one comes up. We're not yeah. maybe not quite lining up with each other at the same time. As, yeah. You know, that's what I think, too, is part of it. It's so big. It's so big. It's crazy to me. Like, even if you tra- could travel at light speed. Isn't the closest place, like, four light years away or something? That's still far. I don't know yeah. the stat, but yeah. I mean, like, it's just nuts to me. Space blows my mind. That's another thing, too. I remember it was a few years ago. Uh, they were, they were uh, was it NASA or somebody was trying to recruit people to yep. go to fucking Mars. I wanted to try that. Oh. So that I was in a relationship with somebody at the time and this and that, and she didn't want me to do that. <laughs> so I didn't apply to do it. Otherwise, I would have applied to try and do that. I know, I know it was a one-way trip and all that, but I would have been fine with that. Yeah. Like, That's okay with me. But at the time, it just, you know, I couldn't do that. So, And I think I missed the boat on that one now, obviously, but it was something. I think they'll get to Mars in our lifetime. Oh, yeah. Well, they can send stuff there. We just got to make it so we can get there. Yeah. So I think I think it's doable. I mean, it's not like we don't have the technology. There's probably stuff out there that they haven't even given to the public yet that we don't know. But, like, solar panels are a good example. Do they drink their own pee? There's a recirculate, like a like, cycle system, yeah. That's cool. It cleans it, yeah. So. Wonder how it, wonder how it tastes. <laughs> I don't know. Like water, hopefully. <laughs> like, I don't know. I I would try it, <laughs> but I'm curious if it would taste like a bottle of water or you know what urine tastes like. I don't even know what urine tastes. Like. I don't think I know what urine try tastes like. Try your own like. pee first and see the, how that goes. No, I would. <laughs> I would need to recirculate it. Yeah, because I think you could drink. Well, you, I know you can drink your own urine, but I don't know how many times before it's starting to get too bad for you, like to live. You know what I mean? I've been told you can do it several times. Can you not? I don't know. I don't want to try it. I well, did. come on now. One time, uh, I won't say who because this person, they may never hear this, but they don't know about this. Give me the first and last name and their address. <laughs> <laughs> um, a buddy of mine, when we were working at Miller. Is he, he on your friends list? Can I look him up? He is on there. <laughs> he uh, pissed under the truck, like beside the truck, yeah. and the piss flew, uh, naturally flowed under the truck. Yeah. And uh, the other buddy comes up and he notices a puddle under the truck. And he thinks it's leaking. Uh, so he freaking puts his finger in it. Smells it. Licks it. Oh, damn. Licks it. <laughs> and he just went, huh. And I think he thought it was water from like really? the AC or something. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why would he even lick it? If it's yeah. oil, just rub your fingers together. You'll feel that. Or just smell it even. Yeah, like, just smell it. Just lick this strange fluid coming out of somewhere. <laughs> He's from Earlton, so. Okay. So that, that explains it. No, no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, that's kind of ignorant. There, say that he's from here, so definitely. <laughs> I've been told you can, in a pinch, mm-hmm. if you need some deaf, you can piss in the deaf tank. I've been told. Really? Apparently, deaf is like one molecule off a of piss or something like that. It's weird. So it's like a synthetic pee. Yeah. Of some kind. Yeah. Okay. Well, I guess it's just a chemical formula. If you can recreate it, then you've got it, I guess, technically. I won't try it in my truck. It might take a few times before you fill the tank there. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Depends if I'm having some bush or not. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> that was good chili, man. Thanks. It is good chili. Uh, yeah. I love my own food. Yeah. 
So you like hunting. Do you fish? Yes. Well, not as much as I'd like to. I like to do these things. I don't get to do them as much as I want. Just time in the day and et cetera and priorities and, you know, family time and stuff like that. But I mean, I try to, you know, I know Sam likes to fish and that. So I try to do more. Do you of that fish too. from shore mostly? Yeah, I don't have a boat or anything. Yeah, same. I fish in Dad's got a boat, so usually I just, if I go on somewhere, it's usually with him, but he's down south. But I told him he's got to come up to Elk Lake. I yeah. said, we live right by the river. It's like, launch is a couple blocks away. I said, come and spend a few yeah. days or something. Maybe I'll get him up for hunting in that too, so we can kind of do a little thing. I'd like to invite him up. So not to obviously I get settled in in that there too. Yeah. But eventually I'd like to have him up there. I, I used to hate fishing. Yeah, well, down south you need a boat. Like, really, you need a boat. There's yeah. no, it's not like it is here. There's not like a puddle every couple of miles. It's like you go to the, the Great Lakes or pretty much there's yeah. other lakes better than that. It's shores, you know, here you can pretty much go anywhere and catch a fish. It's easy there. You need, you know, it's kind of hit and miss sometimes with the perch runs and that. And it's like there's so many people. It's it's almost not relaxing. It's so jam-packed full of people. On the yeah. There's boats everywhere. You're waiting in line trying to launch. And it's like... Yeah. Half the time, it's hard to get minnows, and it's like, oh, man. Really? Well, not always, but it's like, that's kind of some of the things sometimes, minnows, et cetera, and it's like, oh, you know, it's, yeah. it, it kind of bothers me. It's like, you want to go somewhere to relax and peaceful, and it's like, yeah. you can't, because there's so many people. It's just, yeah. you know. But, yeah, it's like, yeah, once in a while, though, I still still try to go. So, I used to hate it because, I, for one, I would never catch fish. That was the main reason. I wouldn't catch fish. But it was because we would have, I was younger, I just wanted to play video games or whatever, we'd be stuck <laughs> I, it was more ice fishing I didn't like because mm-hmm. we'd be out in the ice hut for like 10 hours not getting anything. Mm-hmm. Well, that was the thing too. Like when dad and Uncle Gilbert would, would go out to go ice fishing. Down there, ice fishing is kind of hit and miss too because you don't, the cold weather's not really a yeah. lot. And then if the wind changes, all the ice will just blow out of the bay into the big lake and it's gone. Oh like my. You, you bring your hut every night to shore just in case. It's really? Like, you can't leave it out there like we do for six months down That's here. That's crazy. It's not the same. But uh, that was one thing. Like we'd get there early in the morning and. Maybe fishing after a few hours of that. I'm like, I'm done with it. And everybody wants to stay till after. And I'm like, I don't want to even yeah. stay. Like, if not catching, I want to get out of here. If you want to do an evening fish, let's come in the evening. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. But they they just, they like being out there. And so, you know, you stay. And then once you're like, can we go? You know, you kind of try and say it in a nice yeah. way. Like, let's just yeah. get out of here, you know? But yeah, that's the thing. It's, it's that's the thing too. Like, you know, if you're young and like, you want to take a kid out or something, so you got to make sure you go somewhere where they're going to catch a fish. They don't want yeah. to sit there uh, at the water doing nothing. They want to go, you know what I mean? Yeah. They need some excitement too. So, but usually wherever I go, I, usually catch something you know? yeah so 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 it was a couple of years ago and it was 2019 i was working in port longyear doing okay. some drilling there okay. um and it, i did not really enjoy that um so i was like when i'm off when i'm on my days off i want to go fishing and i don't care if i catch anything mm-hmm. i just want to relax that's my and, dad's like that too he doesn't and care. i started catching I was catching every time I went out. I was catching fish. Can't and relax now, damn it! Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it was so fun. And I did uh, the, that summer. I caught a sturgeon too. Ooh, nice. And it, by sturgeon standards, it was small. Yeah. It's still my biggest fish. It was like yeah. as long as my torso at least. Nice. When I, I went a little fillet knife for that because it, it was uh, our church had a fishing derby. Oh, okay, right? okay. Nice. And but the guy beside me also caught a sturgeon like nice. ten minutes before me. Nice. Yeah. No, I was uh, at Hilliardton there. I caught a couple of decent ones, probably about as long as my leg. Was that on the Blanche? On the Blanche. Yeah, the that's region. what I fished yeah, right there. I always fished. I've the only caught three sturgeon in my life, and they've all been there. One was yeah. just maybe eighteen inch, and the other one yeah. probably three footers. They were yeah. Big. One, one about, like you said, one about 10 minutes after, and then another one. Yeah. Took my line right down the bank. I almost went in the river to get it. Like, I see my line go, yeah. down the bank. I just jumped. I almost went in the water. I got it, though. They're tricky. Because yeah. the, where we were, there's a dock, and he was, like, trying to lose me or something. He was, like, to, swimming under the dock. Get down through everything. Yeah. yeah. Luckily, there were some older guys there, like, 
guiding me of what to do. Like if I was by myself, I probably wouldn't I have caught it. Here, yeah. Oh yeah. Cool. Yeah. Just that one's Pineapple Express. Pineapple Express. Just like the movie. Yeah. Okay, it's here we good. go. I like the flavor on that one. Do we just put the button and go? Push the button and haul. Okay. How long? I guess it goes up to five seconds. Oh, okay. Because I know I've had one of these before, and there was like a little light that would on the end yeah. start flashing. When I you were think down the hoop. that does. That came from Tea Cannabis. <coughs> okay. Just down, down the screen. Oh yeah, I never, I've never got anything from there. I would like to get them. Can you on go the in show. yet to that store? Or no. Uh, I don't know. <coughs> when I got that, uh, it was curbside. Okay. Yeah. You just order online. Yeah, and yeah, pick and it up. Grab it. Yeah. Yeah. Tastes good. Tastes like pineapple, but actually fruity. I see it. So when that, they make that stuff. <laughs> Do you know what terpenes are? Like ter- terpenes? Terpenes. Terpenes. That's the flavor profile of the cannabis. Okay, okay. When they make that, when they uh, they extract the terpenes out of it, and then um, they make it into that oil distillate or whatever. Yeah. And then after they've done that, they take the, the terpenes that they've... Ex- <laughs> Hold on. Okay. Woo. All right, we're back. Go ahead. I'll, I'll do it quietly now. Welcome to the Joe Rogan podcast. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. we're back. We're back. So after they've made it into the oil, they reintroduce the flavors after. And okay, that's why that's my preferred way. If if I'm so, going to smoke, it'll be out of that. Cause so it's a synthetic flavor that they put back into it. Then no, it's the natural flavor of the pot. So how are you getting the flavor out? I'm, I'm confused. I don't know exactly. Is it like a full- physical liquid that's, that comes out of it. That's the flavor, or how does that work? I don't know how they. I don't know. I don't know how it works. These guys are scientists yeah, or whatever. It's science. Little. All pieces. I know is it's called terpenes. Terpenes. Science. <laughs> it's not synthetic flavor though. Okay. And I know, like, like, like uh, vapes with with nicotine in them. They've got vegetable oils in there. Okay. There's no vegetable oils or what they used to make that. this keep this liquidy like that. I don't know, but it says no VG. Oh, it's pretty thick still. Like it doesn't like pour. It's almost so. It, it, I think it's mostly cannabis because, like, I bought that over a month ago and it's not even halfway. Oh, I think I would have had her done in a month, buddy. <laughs> you maybe. You maybe. Well, no, I'm I, I'm a I'm a daily smoker, so. But uh, and then, I mean the one that, that actually I was given it as a gift. Uh, and that was all I was smoking for a while. I just had a cup, so it went fairly quick. Yeah. So, so if you have options. I guess. So the first time we got it, it was half a gram, mm-hmm. and it lasted two weeks for us. Jeez, that's good. What's it worth though? One of those. Uh, so that one, I think the cartridge was like sixty bucks. Oh, I can see. You just unscrew this piece, here, yeah, and then you just buy the little refill. Yeah. Oh, okay, so it's sixty bucks for a half a gram I, of that. No, but that one's a gram. That's a gram. Um, I, you know what? Magic of the internet. Is it is it is it cheaper in reality just to buy than flour? flour? I find it cheaper than flour personally. Is it because it's stronger and you need less of it? Maybe I think it's that as well. It's hard for me to say because when I was smoking flour, still, um, well, if you use a bong, yeah, either there's some time like you might pull some through that's still fresh. That's true. You lose some. You always see some green stuff floating in the water at the bottom. Yeah, and I I prefer less waste. I guess too. Yeah. Yeah, cleaner burn, I guess, too. My, I just like it because it, like, I don't like to be stoned too much, really. What do you mean? This will get you good and stoned. Oh, it will. Sure. It will, but I mean, it's not like balls on your face like a bong. Yeah, that's... <laughs> balls. <laughs> there we go. Um, 
Yeah, actually, the other night, um, I was having some having some pops, and I came home, and a man was passing out, and I'm like, I want to take a haul off that, and I <laughs> took a big haul, and I was pretty baked. I wanted to play some video games or something. And it took me like 20 minutes to pick a game. And then I played for about five minutes. And I'm like, Shut I got to go to bed. <laughs> uh, I had an edible last night, actually. And I asked my girlfriend, like, how many of them am I supposed to take? What do you have? An edible. Oh, man. And she's like, how many am I sp-? I'm like, how many am I supposed to take? She's like, just one. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> you have two? So, no, no, I had the one there. And it was good. Like, it, uh, I remember the first time she gave me one. I was like, yeah. it, was, it was like a couple, three weeks ago, maybe something like that. And the. Uh, that was the first time I've actually had a really good buzz from the edible. Yeah. 99% of the time, I don't notice the edibles, but I think it's because I smoke a lot. Yeah. And so I had the edible, and then I did smoke on top of that. Oh, man, it was fabulous. Yeah. Woo. That was for, I was like, okay, I see it what people are talking about. lasts forever. Exactly. I was like, I see what people are talking about. Yeah. So she was laughing. I was like, you look so big. So I had some prepackaged edibles before, <laughs> and they would never do anything to mm-hmm. me. I wouldn't feel it. Yeah. And then I told my buddy that, and he's like, He's like, oh, come on, try here, try this. Try He's this. like, my brother, he makes these really good brownies. Mm-hmm. Um, the other stuff's all prepackaged. And uh, anyways, he's like, don't, I wouldn't eat more than a corner of this brownie. <laughs> and I'm like, well, last time he told yeah. me not to eat more than half of that one brownie. And it didn't do it was shit. Prepackaged and it did nothing. Yeah, exactly. So I was like, I'll eat half the brownie. I ate half the brownie. Freak. I was so after about an hour I was so freaking baked. I'm like I was way too baked and then I'm like, okay, I gotta work tomorrow. I I'm gonna have to get some sleep. Gotta, gotta shut her down. Wake up in the morning st- still blasted. Jesus. And I went in the mirror in the bathroom, my eyes were freaking bloodshot and all squinty. It looked like I just took a bong hoop. Damn. It was at like it, this was like ten hours after I ate the brownie. And uh I was going to call in sick, call in baked, whenever. Call in baked. But I was like, ah, oh, it's too busy. I got to go in. And I, I think I was still baked till like 2 in the afternoon. Yeah, see, that wouldn't last that long for me. I don't, I don't think I would last that long. This like, brownie might morning, have. So. This brownie might have. Hey, it see, was crazy. One time I tried to make some brownies. Uh, so took an ounce and a half of nice buds, nice top buds. And yeah. All right. Ground it all up real good. They're nice and fine. Got a brownie tin, like a 9 by 9 Yeah. You know, got the brownie mix ready, so I just poured the weed right into it. That's just what I boom, put it in. Oh, I've done that. Put yeah. it in, put it in the oven, <clears throat> cut it in half, split it with my buddy. Could barely eat my half. I was to the point where I was going to throw up. Didn't do anything for me, but made me feel like burnt out for like a couple days. Yeah. I felt like, didn't feel stoned. Just, did, it, oh. did you shit a lot, though? I don't think so. I don't remember that, but I just remember not. It just yeah. like, felt like I was burnt. You got to bind a long time ago, and I was like, "Oh, I'm all tired now." That's what yeah. I felt like. It didn't. I didn't feel good at all. Yeah, <laughs> you got to bind it to a fat. See, that's what maybe that's what. Yeah, I don't you got to uh, make it into some butter or something. Yeah, see, that's what everybody said. You can't just bake it like that. Yeah, the I, THC, I, I guess, has to bind. It will bind to a yeah, fat. That way, you can absorb. We did the same thing. Okay. Same thing with cookies, and, and we just dumped the weed in there. And it did not. It tasted it. so fucking bad, man. Like, I seriously, I wanted to throw up almost. I'm like, I don't know if I can finish this up. Yeah. Like, Ooh. yeah, it was rough. So I didn't do that ever again. I could have got more use smoking that ounce and a half. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Something well. I want to try, though, is making some weed tea. Weed tea. I love tea. Never I tried I love it. tea. But, like, that I... Must be a straightforward bake or boil, no? Um, I think you just put... The, like mixed weed and butter, and then put it in some boiling water. I forget. Strain it out after. 
How would no, you-, you get you put it in a tea bag. Okay. I I can't. I don't know. I I tried to do it the one time. I don't think I did it right because I ate a raw right. bud right off a tree once. Just tried it. Clipped it. Really. Trimmed the big leaves and it was probably a couple grams. I just oh man, that was hard. It was like fresh, fresh weed. Like I cut the yeah. Oh, it's still wet. Oh, man, it was hard to swallow that down, too. It was so bitter and, like, in my mouth. I was like, oh, but I got it down, but nothing happened. <laughs> okay, so moving on from the pots. Moving on from the pot. No more pot. We were talking about fishing. Do you have a favorite kind of fish? A favorite kind of fish? Oh, not really. No? No, not really. Like, to eat or just to catch? To eat. To eat? Well, that'd either be like walleye or perch. That'd be yeah. I think okay. Be a lot of I did top couple. I ate my there. first perch last week. Yeah, um, I caught one and then I cleaned it up. How and, big was it? Uh, well, it was a perch, so it wasn't that big. Well, the perch can get pretty big, but it was like, it was probably fourteen inches. Oh, geez, that's good. Twelve to fourteen that's inches, good, and it tasted good. Nice. Yeah, I also caught a pike that day too. I don't mind pike; it's not bad. But it's funny down south too, like. That's another thing here. Like every friggin' lake we have has monster pike in it. Yeah. It's ridiculous. People I always catch the little ones. People get all excited down there when they catch a pike. It's like, it's a commonplace up here. You know what I mean? And, and, and the size they catch down there, they're all excited about is a small one. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, me, I always catch small pike every time. Like it's not a tiny fish big enough to keep, but I mean, it's never like it's not the photo worthy pike. Like, yeah. The biggest I ever caught was a 16 pounder and that was on the blanch. And uh, it's funny. The motor stalled. We were just trolling in the motor. Yeah. And we drifted into the cattails, and all I had was a, a worm harness on with a worm, and my rod had been reeled in because we we stopped right, so I reeled in so I didn't get snagged, and I yeah. literally just dropped it over the boat like that, and that's all I did. It was instantly there. Yeah, it was just like boom. So I, that was I was like seventeen. That was a long time ago. I do love the taste of pike, oh, but I fine. hate cleaning them. Yeah, um, especially the bones are big. But well, yeah, yeah stand I, it up on its belly. So, like, pretend it would be swimming, right? Put yeah. On the counter like that and cut a strip off its back. That's all boneless, that top chunk. Really? Yeah. Ooh. So then you can worry about the rest of the bones. I don't know. I never really, I just kind of pick through them, and, and I, I'm not really good at deboning something. Yeah. I learned that skill too well. Yeah. My cousin does something called cutting a pair of pants or something like that. See, I have no idea. Yeah. It's, it tastes good, though. It tastes good, but frig, I hate clean. Walleye, I like... Mm-hmm. It's simple to clean and it tastes so. You need to cut that bone. It's that little shiny piece on the inside. Right? Yeah, you can feel it. Yeah, yeah. And I keep all the fat. I don't know about you, but I love yeah. the taste of the fat. A fish fat? Yeah. What do you mean, fish fat? It is like the white on it. Like. Oh, I know what you mean. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> to me, well, pretty much anything I'm cooking, I'm keeping the fat. Keeping the fat. I look at the fat as the flavor. That, do you think that's healthy? Listen to you. Everything I cook, I'm keeping the fat. Holy <laughs> fuck, man! You're gonna be dead when you're forty. <laughs> Stop. Trim the fat. Trim the fat, okay? Just once for me. Yeah. I used to eat bacon and eggs every day for mm. breakfast. That is not good for you either. I don't I probably eat bacon and eggs now once every month or two. That's all right. But I was eating three strips or four of bacon, mm-hmm. three eggs, three pieces of toast. Yes. And it was good for keeping me awake or awake, keeping me energized. Yeah. Um but no, not good for you. Yeah, I eat four or five eggs every morning. Four or five? With two or three slices of toast. That's my breakfast. Ooh. Well, just a little scrambled eggs, man. That's not much. I guess. Think about five eggs. That's very you easy. scrambled. Yeah, it's just scrambled. Quick. 
Sacrilege. I just scramble them up and I just put my toast down. Yeah. Put my toast down as I'm cracking the eggs and I got it timed so everybody's yeah. ready at the same time. Yeah, I got to have things ready at the same time. But me is over easy. Okay. And then I put the egg on the toast. See, I like all that stuff. It's just, I just, it's easy and quick in the morning. That's yeah. Scrambling. That's just kind of how it is now. <laughs> I made the mistake before because I, I always cook my eggs in the bacon grease if I'm having bacon. Oh, fuck, man. <laughs> Listen to yourself. <laughs> this is what I do. <laughs> and then, though, but I made the mistake one time. Uh, well, with over easy, that works real well. Mm-hmm. But. What do you do? Just spoon the hot oil on top of the fucking. No, it's just cook it right in the grease. Let it float right around. It's like a yeah. fucking egg bob. Yeah, it, it's so good. It tastes so good. I, but uh, I poach my eggs in uh, bacon grease. <laughs> <laughs> but I did scrambled eggs in there, and it was terrible. Yeah. It was terrible. You probably only need just a little bit. It was probably too much. Oh, of what it was. Yeah, it was yeah, more egg. Too liquidy. Like yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, too much. Yeah, yeah. I'll it's never do it again. Good. I felt so bad for my buddy. I'm like, oh, I'll cook I the breakfast. Say I felt so bad for my body i would no. <laughs> for my body. Well, as what kind of eggs do you want and he's like oh scrambled i'm like Fuck, i don't want to cook scrambled eggs okay <laughs> Here we go. we'll have some scrambled eggs and they were bad oh, and damn. uh i could tell he thought they were bad too i found <laughs> like oh man i'm sorry but really felt bad about that he went for a second helping just to pretend no no <laughs> i'm gonna eat more <laughs> my parents taught me when i was a kid that you have to Eat whatever your guests give you, mm-hmm. which is true. We got to finish it too. Oh, and uh, there's two separate times. I'll tell the first time first because it's not as bad. Um, it was like the salad with all sorts of different kinds of raisins in it. Okay. And I can't do raisins. and sa- I love raisins, right. but in a salad, it's okay. just disgusting. And I ate the whole thing and I was gagging the whole time. Damn. That was an honorable moment for me. <laughs> See, I don't mind a little bit of cranberries. Cran- a little bit. I, I like cranberry like juice. But even, I haven't had cranberries in a salad in a long time. Maybe today I, I could do that. But this one time, I think I was six at the time. It was I don't think it, I can't remember what it was. I think it was a salad with some weird stuff in it. And I freaking puked right onto my plate. And, oh. and uh, apparently, like, I don't remember this, but my parents have told me this story. Damn. I started re-eating it. Oh. And they're like, okay, okay, okay. We know you said you got to finish your plate, yeah, but that's enough. you just puked in your plate. You don't got to eat that. We know you don't like, you really don't like it. I'd let you have a couple bites and then yeah. I'm going to stop you. <laughs> you like seafood? Seafood? Yeah, actually, I do. I love seafood. I've never had lobster, though, so I don't know if I can rightfully say I love seafood. I haven't actually had lobster in a long time, but I used to go to, like, Red Lobster quite a bit when I lived. Yeah. Well, not recently, but years ago when I was doing that stuff, that's how I used to go there. Yeah. Enough, yeah. Once once my wife has her baby, we want to go to Red Lobster, get some, get a surf and turf, mm-hmm. the friggin' lobster and a steak. Yeah. That's usually what I would get. And I would actually, uh, I convinced the waitress one time to actually let me go pick my lobster out of the Really? Day. I rolled on my sleeve and they let me do it. You're all, yeah. look at these muscles. Right in front of everybody, I was just like digging in there. I was like, yeah, I thought this was the one. Oh. That was fun. <laughs> I don't know if they let you do that anymore. Do I really love to try it because I love shrimp. Um, I don't know if I've, I don't think I've had real crab. I think I've had fake crab. I've had real crab. Like, uh, 
Yeah, it was definitely fake crab that I had, but I love shrimp. And I've been having some oysters and seen mussels. Seen yeah. Smoked oysters. Hey. I almost was going to, I, I thought about putting them in the chili. I thought about it. It's funny. But I'm like, Amanda's going to want some of this later. Don't even tell her. <laughs> Just don't say nothing. Say, here's dinner, baby. You know, and then let her have some. That's it. She'd probably be think it's so damn good, she'd want the rest of it. And then let her know after. And just let her know that it's a mental block and you need to get over it. When you said, when you said that, you reminded me of a, of a TikTok I seen. Um, I don't know if you've seen it. It's this guy working at Ikea. I don't know TikTok, buddy. I get oh. sometimes a, a friend or something. Will so, say yeah, Facebook, I don't watch TikToks. I do not. But if someone sends me a TikTok, yeah, I, I'll watch that. But it's this guy in customer service, and he's just, like, saying all the stuff he wants to say to customers, but doesn't actually say it. Like, it is funny. But you reminded me of that just <laughs> just now, the way he is. Then he'd have that, uh, so... Oh, yeah. I'm not going to shop here anymore. And he's like... <laughs> he gets up on his chair. Go on. He's like, good. <laughs> I don't want you here anyways. Do you think I want 10 other yous running around here? <laughs> I don't need that shit. <laughs> it's funny. I felt bad because I was still working at Quantum. And uh, my buddy sent me that. And I was laughing so hard at it. And I'm like, this guy is me right now. Because I was in, working in the public, having to like cater to a bunch of freaking mean people. <laughs> and uh, I'm watching it. And I, I showed it to my manager who sits beside me, and I'm like, this is me right now. And I, for, I forgot about the one I had given my notice at this point, and I show it to him. Someone's complaining, and he's like, you think I care? I'm halfway through a two-week notice. You think you hate this place? I work here. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm showing him the video, and that part comes on. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> I work here. Yeah, it's, it's totally true. Totally true. I, I I did like that place a lot when yeah. it started, but it was just too busy. And then when COVID hit, mm-hmm. it got ten times more busy because oh, yeah. everybody that didn't have a computer needed to get one. Right. People that didn't have internet had to get internet. And where you live actually has the internet from where I work because they have their internet service in in this area. They okay. made their own internet. Okay. Okay. For people specifically, like they do in town too, but it, it started out as for people in remote areas okay. that couldn't, well, they only had access to dial up. Oh, I remember that noise. <laughs> yeah, that Friggin' dub, that was the dawn of dubstep. <laughs> yeah. Someone one day was connecting to dial up and was like, I'm going to make a song out of this. Skrillex. Yeah, there we go. All right, moving right along here. So, so yeah, I wanted to ask this. So, you're my third guest on the show. Okay. Um, the other two that I had, I definitely knew already more than you. So, lots of the questions I asked my previous guests, I would already know the answer to. Okay. So, you're unique in the way I don't know the answers to the things you're going to say at all. Um, so I met you at Peterson's in 2018. Yeah. I remember when I started, we were doing rock chipping and there was way too many people for that. Like, I think that should have been a three or four person crew maybe. And there was like nine or eight. (laughs) I remember, I don't remember everyone who was there. I remember there was you and there was Wilson. 
Wilson. There's me. There's Running Bear. Yeah, Running Bear was there. Um, there was uh, Do- Dog Star Steve was there for a bit. That's Reg funny. Reg was there on the yeah, Mini X. The Mini, yeah, yeah, I remember that. And I think there was a couple other guys there too. Keenan. That's right. And someone else I can't remember. It was way too much, anyways. Oh, yeah. Like <laughs> I, I was I was pretty confused about the task already. <laughs> there's when there's so many guys, like it's hard because you want to keep busy. Yeah, so sometimes you have to. Find- but that's when I met you, anyways. What What were you doing before? You came to Peterson's. Before Peterson's, I would have been back down south at the time. Yeah. Um, or no, was I? Ooh, let me think. No, actually, that's not true. I wasn't. I was living up in Capiscasing for a bit. Oh. And then uh, oh. <laughs> I ended up moving moved down south. I moved a lot down south to north. But I just moved, was moving around a little bit, but my last, I guess, real job before I came there, I think I was uh, working in the bush uh ribboning off areas for tree harvesting. Okay. So that was kind of fun. Tree harvesting. So well, like for the mills? Yeah. We, they cut trees and well, that was, I don't know, it was the mill and cap that was, we were just yeah, yeah. for them. Um, basically what I would do, my job wasn't really more or less to mark off the trees. They already had satellite images and stuff in places they knew they wanted to harvest. We went in and just kind of marked off water areas and just yeah. protect that so they don't drive through with equipment or oil and stuff gets in. Uh, so we would kind of mark off the waterways, dangerous spots, so, you know, yeah. things that need to be known if there's like all of a sudden there's a big rock thing in there. They need to be able to move, go around like equipment and stuff. Uh, we would uh, mark down any streams or little creeks or lakes that we came across. Yeah. Stuff like that. So the males would contract this out to other Some, companies? Yeah, a guy in the oh. for him, yeah. So, That's cool. I never knew it that. It was fun. It was, uh, it was good money. Um, it was, it's not as easy as you think. Like you're literally, you are just walking through the woods with a GPS. You gotta mark down everything. Right? Well, it's just you run, you run the GPS or whatever. It's not like, but walking in the woods, man, it's not as easy as you think. Especially thick, deep bush, man. Yeah, it takes, it takes time. Especially if it's not been broken and through. Exactly. You're some. A lot of the times, you're the first person that's been there. Yeah. You know, we we would come across little rivers and stuff like that that aren't on maps yet because the bush is so thick. Yeah. Even from the satellite, you can't tell it's there. Yeah. You know, so that was kind of a nice, unique little thing about the job. You'd find stuff that no one's ever. Yeah. Before you know, and it paid good. It was sixty bucks an hour. Oh, but the thing is, like, it, it was what it was was it was sixty dollars per kilometer that you walked, but it took you an hour to get a uh, bush because that's how rough it is. Oh, sixty, so sixty bucks but, I mean, an and hour. That's the, thing, that's the thing. It's hard. It's hard. Like, you're how hard. many hours are you working? Well, this is the thing. You wouldn't. Uh, you'd get basically a map. Uh, He'd have some. He'd print off from a, a scan or something. It's I don't know. I didn't understand all that hundred percent. No. Like, but uh, I ran the GPS good enough that I could do it. But uh, it would basically just mark out the areas that needed to be done, and we would match yeah. them with our GPS because we'd make a shape file or whatever. There's little things we'd make. Yeah. We download stuff from the computer into it, so we'd know. And uh, it was like, yeah, you'd get we'd get you get up in the morning right away. You want to get up <clears throat> before it gets light out because it's going to get hot. It yeah. Starts to get hot in the bush, and that's in the summer. And uh, so you get up early. Oh, how long we go to? Maybe it was a little bit before lunch, and then uh, you'd probably work maybe five hours, six hours in the morning until it started getting hot, I guess. And then you'd go have a nap at lunch because you're tired, man. After walking yeah. in the woods, like I'm telling you, it's not as easy as you think, man. Sometimes there's swamps that you you got to walk through. You're not going around; you're going through that. Yeah, and it's you know, oh. and it's like sometimes you're soaking wet, and then it's like yeah. it's you got to somehow find out how I'm going to cross the river. Like, are you going to swim? No, you got to find a way. You know, you got to yeah. you got to head that way. And, and, uh, but then you'd see, like I said, you get home, you'd eat while well, you go back to the camper, you'd eat, sleep for a few hours. And if you wanted to go out again in the evening, you could, it's up to you. He would give me more than enough area that I couldn't get it done at that time anyway. So that's the one thing he said. So you can make as much money as you want. Yeah. 
lay out the ribbon. There you go. But it's, huh. you know, it was nice. We had a camper and we'd just take it out as far as we could go. And then uh, we'd have a four-wheeler and stuff too to get us out a little bit further. And then the rest of it was all on foot. And it was like far enough out there that if something happened to me, there was like a special little device I got that I would just push the button. and it, Knife alert. Yeah, or whatever it was. It was a, an orange thing. I don't remember yeah, what it was called. I followed and I can't get up. Helicopter. Yeah, <laughs> helicopter would come and get me. That's yeah. what would happen. Yeah, so if you're hurt and you can't get out, push that button and someone's on their way. That's cool. So, yeah, I know it was, it was pretty fun, actually. Did you hear about what happened last week on the highway? Yeah, yeah, that guy. I don't know exactly. Like, I hear mixed stories a little bit. Like, I know, obviously, something happened with him in his car. It, it so, fell on him from what I Yeah, gathered. so what I heard was he... he uh, he forgot to take his meds. I don't know what yeah, kind of meds they I, are. That's what I wondered too. I assume, and I'm I'm probably assuming this mm-hmm. because I took. I'm assuming they were seizure meds because of the way he panicked. Um, I can't think of any other med where you would be like, "I've got to go run back <laughs> and take them." them. Now. I can't think but. of any other med unless it was like heart medication, maybe. But I mean, for someone that young, I wouldn't think. Um, but I've been there where I used to have to take seizure medication and if I didn't take them, I'd be panicking, which this kid worse, probably panicking out to have one sooner. Like, I don't know. I say, I thought that's why I wondered what kind of medication. So I guess he, he peeled out and Mm -hmm. he hit one of those gravel patches. And I think when he hit back on the pavement, flipped in the dish and did he fly out the windshield or a window? I'm assuming from what I got, it's the only way that he flew out of something. Carly, I don't know. Oh man. Yeah. because, yeah, oh. I've seen the spot where he went down. I could see where the old grass was laying down flat and down yeah. the bottom there. It was a high enough ditch that had to suck. Yeah. And, I mean, you must have hit it hard because you weren't, it's not like you came off at the end of the ground. It was probably 30 yards in front of where the yeah. ground landed still. So it was like Ooh. you probably bucked the car somehow, lost it, and it went in is what I'm thinking anyways. Yeah. So, because, I mean, I hit that fast with my Jeep once pretty fast. Yeah. It was fast. And I didn't mean to. I went to pass someone, and I was probably at least buck 30 by the Ooh. time I got past him. And it was, it was coming up quick, so I slowed down as much as I could, and I hit it. Yeah. I made it. So, I mean, like, yeah. but I think the car with the clearance in that is a little different. You know what I mean? It can't bottom down as low as a yeah. truck or a Jeep or something can. Yeah. So, I think that made a difference. And I remember once I was coming back from Elk Lake with, uh, where was I going there? And I had a bunch of stuff in a trailer. It was pretty heavy, and I didn't really, it was the end of the day. And they just, I guess, watered the gravel or to keep the dust down. I yeah. that fast with the trailer. Oh, man, that was a little bit scary. I was like, Whoosh. I'm like, I held on to it. That was fine. It wasn't like bad. bad. Yeah. I'm like, ooh, just hold her straight. And- uh, yeah, I, I always go to 10 and 2 when I'm hitting those. Yeah. I, I hit the mid-80. That's I slow down to 80. I slow down to Listen to you. Model citizen. <laughs> I think that's still pretty fast. I hit a gravel patch. Yeah. I could go faster. It's just, oh, I, I'm just, no. <laughs> let's go. It's just right there. Let's we'll go this. for a rip. <laughs> No, one day I hit it. I hit it one ten, and I just don't like the. It's well, not to be. Car, it's the car, man. It's the car. That's it's not what made I'm for that shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's made for pavement. It's not made for hitting bumps and yeah. hard like that. And it's the change of traction. It's, mm-hmm. it's, exactly. I don't want to fly off. <laughs> nope. Out the window. <laughs> so um, that area of of you going through the bush. I was surprised. So one time I was drinking with some buddies. And we were in Cobalt, and I wanted to scare them, so I went. We were on the road, on a road like in Cobalt, and I just went, ran into the bush, and I was gonna jump out ahead of them and scare them, jump okay. out of the bush. 
and I trekked into the woods deep enough. I got lost. Oh, fuck. And I was freaking hammered. Oh, damn. I, I couldn't find my way. I had to call 911. I called 911, man. <laughs> and this lady yes. freaking, yes. I don't know. I don't know, like, how. She was guiding me through the woods. Through These aren't real trails. These were, like, maybe, like, people walk on them sometimes. And it's, like, just beating down for people walking That's on it. Funny. And she guided me through the woods. <laughs> and I remember I came out. Because when I, I think, like, I was pretty drunk at the time. But I'm pretty sure we were around Cobalt Arena somewhere. Okay. But I came out. On the other end, like past the bridge. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And they had cops waiting for me to give me a ride. Oh, shit. And I've spent lots of time in the drunk tank. So I put you in the drunk tank for that. They didn't, but I, oh, I was okay. pretty drunk and I didn't want to end up there. Yeah. But were you honest? Did you say, call me and say, I got lost in the woods. I had some drinks. And no, I, I didn't so mention well. the drinks, but oh, no? they okay. asked me, where do you want to go? And uh, I'm like, not wanting them to know I'm drunk, so I my parents have a friend who lives like right by there. I'm like, just bring me to Louise Street, and they they start driving there, and they're like, why do you want to go here? And I'm like, oh, it's just my parents' friends, well, and they're like, it was on Louise Street. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where I lived when I lived here. Around no way, I was young. Yeah, no way. So yeah, there's a little trailer there. It's not there anymore, but it was there at the time. They built a new house there. Yeah, I was a trailer across. Yeah, that's where I lived. Yeah, so I wanted to go there. And then they're like, you know, we can bring you home if you want. And I was like, oh, yeah, bring me home. Thank you so much. I just, I did not want to go to the drunk yeah, tank. That's funny. Oh, scared the shit out of my friends. They, <laughs> my one friend tells it that he's like, oh, you just really wanted Subway and you booked it through the woods. And it's like, no, man, I wanted to scare you. I love Subway and all, but I mean, you went I didn't the woods deck in Cobalt to get the Subway. I did I would not deck through the woods in Cobalt. Either way, I still got lost. But. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> As if she got a joke. That's great. Yeah, it was like she could... I, I'm like, is well, she looking she at a satellite a, that's feed what I, that's or what something? I would think. There must be some kind of satellite feed that they can link to your phone and overlay a map on it. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's probably exactly what it was. Yeah. Makes sense. We have the technology. We do. <laughs> we do. Yeah, that creeped me out a little bit. At the same time, you were relieved. You want some more water? I do. Feel free. Feeling free. You're so free. Why don't you join me? <laughs> and we're back. This is good chili. I know. I know. I had in here earlier. Mm -hmm. I think I might know all the answer already, but okay. I might ask it. I'm going to ask it anyways. Okay. Let's have it. Let's have it. So, I was asking you earlier, like, when you're younger, what you wanted to do. Mm -hmm. Now you're older. Do you see yourself moving into anything else, another line of work, more catered to your interests, or you're just keeping these this decent paying jobs? I and, like where I am right now, actually. Yeah. I do enjoy it. Yeah. No, I'm... I'm I'm very happy. I don't. Yeah. Uh, That's about where I'm at. Like, I like this place a lot. And, like, I do my music and stuff on the mm -hmm. side. And I wouldn't leave 
to go to school or anything for it. No. Um, I learned the experience on my own. Mm-hmm. And and if I have a business on the side where I start mixing music for people and stuff like that, right? it would be on the side. Unless all of a sudden I was making more money than I was at my job, which that's almost a pipe dream. Yeah, I- I guess it would take a lot of work to get to that point, and then you'd yeah. sacrifice your other job a bit to make that. Work. Yeah, exactly. So you get a crossroad right there. You'd be like, well, so I'm nowhere near that. Okay, well, um, don't worry. You just got back, so yeah. So I'm just, you know, I just got back, and I, you know, yeah, it's nice. I missed it here for sure. All my friends are here and stuff. Like my life's here. I wouldn't want you know what I mean. If I leave, I'd be alone more or yeah. less. You know, like that's. I don't, well, I don't that's a really, and as far as like com- companies that do what our company does. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I worked for a competing company in this area before. Okay. And they're a much bigger company, mm-hmm. but nowhere near as good to work for. Like, yeah. it's almost like, like you would think if you took a quick glance at this one company and then one at ours, mm-hmm. you would think ours was union or something. Yeah. Like just having your break and your lunch, we didn't have that. It was friggin' eating the truck on the way to your next. No, no, no. Yeah, they can't make you do that. No, no. Nobody can tell you that you can't. They have a technically break. can, but it's the way it would work out. No, I hate that. I don't like that. Driving to the next—that's not a break. No, no. Yeah. Like, sit somewhere, stop, relax. You know, have a break. You know, and then you people. Some people go, "Oh, it's a paid break." Well, yeah, you're paid to take yeah. the break. Yeah, take it. You know? Yeah, that's the thing too. Like if you're not letting people take the breaks. Their work isn't going to be as good. Exactly, they're just going to say "piss on you, you piece of shit." Yeah, you know what I mean. And then they'll exactly, exactly. You want your guys happy? Like in Europe, they do it completely differently. Like they work less, but they have very productive hours. Okay. Like lot, I think like Denmark, they've got like four day work week. What? I want a four day work week. I'm yeah. just going to take every fucking Friday I off. Love a four day. So I think, it. <laughs> I think I'm not sure if they do longer days. And make up that third day, whatever they do. But anyways, apparently, they 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 work that one day less, but they have very productive hours that they do work. Okay, the minimum wage is probably. I'd work a lot harder. Too. I'd work a lot harder those four days if like I short had days. No you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, for that extra little bit. That's why I was in my one job. I was asking him like, I would rather start a little bit earlier so I can get off a little bit earlier. Yeah, work later. I'd rather. Just, yeah, I don't care. Let's just meet earlier. Yeah, or you know. Yeah. Yeah, I worked at Canadian Tire before, and my shift was 4 a.m. to 1, uh, and it was nice. 4 a.m. to 1, that's not too bad, I guess. Like, it's kind of early to get up, but when you get off at 1, it's like the sun's shining. I know, it's still nice, yeah. That's actually your day right life. That's, Yeah, no, that's, yeah, it's nice to have some of your day at the end. That's one thing I did like about working now, so that the hours weren't quite as long, and I had a couple extra hours every night. Which yeah. Was nice. I ended up devoting all that to my bees because I had so many hives, so I needed those couple hours. And yeah. You know, it took up a good chunk of that time, too, so... When you were down south, when did you get to your guns? When did I get to my guns? What do you mean? Your guns. Oh, I, well, I was started training more hard when I before I left originally, and then I just I had more time to put into it. Yeah. Like I said I had a couple extra hours. I could I could dedicate a little bit more to it and that. And but like just when I got into working out, you mean in general? Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna say mid twenties, early twenties, mid twenties, something like that. Yeah, mid twenties before I started getting trying to get a little more serious about it, and then I decided I wanted to compete, and I still do. Um, I don't know if I'm gonna make the show I originally wanted to do this year, but there'll be more. 
just like I said, because of moving and stuff, like, yeah. I have priorities that need to get dealt with right now, and, and it's kind of hard being between two places that are a little bit far, And but it'll happen. It's going to happen. Like So to get in these shows, like, do, like do, is there a way in? Like, how does that work? Like, to no, get into it. Just, you got to have be a member of the CPA. Uh, the Canadian, What's the CPA? Canadian Physique Alliance. They're just in charge oh. of all that stuff. So you got to be a member of that. And that's pretty much it. You just enter an open show, uh, like a regional open show. Anybody can. Okay. Um, so, you, you know, you train for it. Uh, Lottie Dog, get ready for your show. Sign up, for, have your CPA membership. Sign up for your show. There's a few other things you get. They'll, they'll book your room. Uh, you have to pay for like a, a room and stuff to stay. Like it's a little bit of an expense yeah. to do a show because there's like the tanning, there's the photography, all that stuff. You, you got to tan. Well, they, like I can tan a little bit in the sun and stuff like that, but they tell you don't try and put any of that shit on your body, wiping that orange shit or whatever that people, you know what I mean? They're like, they'll spray tan you and say they don't tan your face. They said, leave your face alone. We'll match the, the skin tone with makeup. Yeah. So you, you get like a little mini makeover to like smooth everything out. And, uh, what else? Like I said, the photography. And there's a, you can actually get rolling. How do you stuff. win? How do you win? You gotta just like do you just look good. And well, you just, win. Well, just, you're looking for definition and uh, depending on what show, like size and stuff. It just in uh, there's well, judges. Yeah, you'll have there'll be a panel of judges and that, and they'll score you, and then so people's faces must play a role. Well, you want to look how you should be smiling for the most. But I mean, part. like, say a guy's got the most rockin' bod, but I mean, like, mm. he looks like Steve Buscemi in the face. Okay, well, I don't know who that is, so uh, I couldn't tell you. And what does he mean, Steve, an ugly prick or what? He's Steve Buscemi's a great actor, but he's ugly as sin itself. Well, I don't know if your face would have too much to do with it. To complete the overall look, yes, they're just more looking at your physique itself. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's kind of, I mean, how you win. It, it depends on who shows up and what kind of shape they're into. That's yeah. all a big part of it. You know, you can think you look amazing, but somebody could show up looking better. Yeah. You know, and that, and, and how you present yourself too also helps. You can be in excellent shape, but if you don't know how to show it. How long does it take you to prepare? To prepare for a show? How long would it take me? At this point right now, I'd want at least four months. So... That'd be four solid months. No now, missing any days. Your nutrition's on point. you already look, to me, like... Uh, I'm a layman in this. I'm a layman. Um, but you would look like you already look in shape. Well, that's because I, I wouldn't say I'm I'm a layman, but I mean I can tell you're gonna want to go and get yourself tighter a little yeah, bit oh, before for sure. a show like, because no, I've seen pictures of people at shows and they look like exactly fucking, yeah, yeah they no. look like rocks. I'm like, not. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not said, yeah, I need time still. Like like I said, it's uh, I got to get back into it a little but more. Say say you were me. You have a freaking gut here. You haven't worked out in a couple of years. How long has it taken you? Mm. A year and a half? No, 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 no. A year? No, 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 no. Really? No, it shouldn't take you. It shouldn't. Depends on how hard you work at it, too. That's the big yeah. thing. You'll get out of it what you put in. Yeah. And that's a big part. So eight months? You could probably pull it off in eight months pretty close, yeah. All right. I'm at eight like months. Whatever, what show are you going to eight months? I'll be there. <laughs> eight months. No, but I mean, it's... You know what I mean? Everything's got to be on point, too. It's not just about lifting the weights. What you do after the gym also counts. The, you know the I mean? diet's the biggest thing, is diet's it not? Diet's really important, yeah. Like, you know, you got to be eating the right... That's what I have a hard time with, I think. Food is one of... Sometimes when, you, when you're trying to gain weight and stuff and put on... For me or whatever, but it's like eating's just as hard as lifting the weights sometimes. It's like... It's a little, yeah. Uh, you know? 
But uh, you eat a lot of chicken? Important. Uh, not right now, no. I don't. Uh, I mean, I will probably get into some leaner meats eventually uh, when I actually get closer to the show, I guess. I got it. Like I said, there's supposed to be one that was in September, but it got moved to October. Yeah. But like I said, the last bit of my training has been not as good as it should be. And so I know that I don't, I'm kind of seeing this one slipping away a little bit, yeah. which is fine. There's other ones coming up. I still want to do one. It's just. Like I said, I'm in the middle of a move and stuff, so I, yeah. I got to prioritize that for now and, and you know, go from there. If I was single, I'd probably be eating, eating fish seven nights a week. Oh, man. See, that's the thing. When I was prepping for a show before COVID, I was supposed to do two shows, and then they all got canceled, so oh, I didn't do it. Yeah. And that was one of the things I had was fish in the diet. I, I kind of got fished out from that. It wasn't a lot of fish, but I just, yeah. Got fished out. Oh, I love fish. I do love it. I just, oh. you know, I guess because of the kind that I was eating too, though. I was eating the same thing a lot too. Yeah. Fish. But I mean, it's funny because I, I'm, lately I've just been eating like ground beef and like sweet potatoes and like I'll mix different veggies and stuff. Yeah. And I've been eating that for like months now. Yeah. Same three, four meals a day of that. That's, I don't know, it tastes good to me every time. I don't know why. It's like almost like a dog at this point, you know? <laughs> I guess it's a little better than that. But, you know, and then I'll, I'll do that. And that's the thing too. I'll try and keep the meal. I'll cook that meal, but I won't add a lot of spices. I won't do a lot of things. I'll keep it as plain as I can because I know eventually I'm going to get sick of it. So when I start to feel like, oh, it's not tasting so good, I'll put a little flavor on it or something. Yeah. And then I can keep going like that for a little longer. It's easier to track what you're eating when you're eating the same thing and then say, I had a slice of pizza this day, a pop. I had fucking this. I had that. You know what I mean? Like, how do you, you got to do all some calculations. You got to figure out what's going in your body and you got to do that for a certain amount of time. And then you got to see your results from there to know, do I need to eat more of this or less of this? What so you're aiming your calories and your fat? A little bit. Yeah. Like it's, it's also a visual thing too. You know what I mean? Like that's at the end of the day, you got to remember it's a visual contest. How do you look? Look in yeah. the mirror once in a while, you know, that, that yeah. helps too. But yeah, you kind of got to track that for a bit. Like when it gets like right now, I'm not super, super strict about it. I mean, and for the most part, I'm actually not bad at eyeballing something and be like, that's this much weight. And I'm yeah. usually pretty close because I've been doing it a long time. Now I can, especially I have the same size containers and I know, okay, how much is roughly before the meals yeah. should be where it is, you know? So but uh, once it gets when it gets closer, like doing stuff, you gotta get more strict as it gets closer in that. Yeah, too. yeah. So, you, do you do those nine small meals at that point? Rather than three big meals. Well, they're, the meals I mean aren't really that big right now, but I'm, that's just what I bring to work. Yeah, I'm like, oh, I have my breakfast, then I'll have the three meals I bring to work, then I'll eat again when I get home, then I'll train, and I'll probably eat one more time. So, so about you're having about six meals six, a day yeah, when six you're or working, seven, maybe yeah, something like that. Yeah. yeah. I usually have three sandwiches mm-hmm. I bring, three sandwiches usually. Yeah. I like getting that quinoa, quinoa bread. <laughs> quinoa, yeah. Eh? The okay. quinoa bread, there's a lot of protein in that. Okay. A lot of protein in beef too, you know. There is, yeah. <laughs> well, we yeah. don't have a microwave exactly now. What do you mean? I eat all my meals cold, man. I know you do. <laughs> that's another you thing. That's do. another thing I made sure of. I had to make sure that, because they don't always have access to a microwave. What can you handle cold? What's easy? You know what I mean? What's going to still be good? Because, I mean, certain things like when you cook a bunch of rice, it's for a couple of days, it's still nice and soft. But after yeah. that, it starts to get hard and you need to heat it up again. Yeah. So, like, if I make rice meals, I only make a couple of days worth. Everything else I can make a whole week's worth. It's yeah. fine. So, certain things like that, I tried to find that you can handle cold and it still tastes good. Yeah. Yeah. Some salad. So I don't need a lot of salad. I just have no? My, just the veggies that I put on my meals. I don't, uh, mm. part of it's time too, right? I mean, even with the meal, I usually have a banana or something else with it. That's like half my break just eating. Yeah. You know, I just want to sit and not do anything for my break too sometimes, right? You so, like spinach? Yeah, I like spinach. I don't need it. I don't need it though. I like a lot of things. And the funny thing is I don't eat them all just because I just, just like I said, to track stuff. It's a lot of different things you got to write down and calculations. Yeah. Then, 
it just, it takes a bit. So I just kind of eat the same things that I like. And, and a lot of my stuff is frozen because I eat big amounts of it, like my veggies and stuff. Yeah. Like I'll freeze it. Like it's all frozen because it's hard to keep fresh veggies yeah. around long enough or maybe they'll go bad. I don't want to waste them. I can just pour it what I need. The nutrition information is already on the back. So I don't have to be like, you know, this much of this. Like, so oh, like there. the frozen veggies you buy yeah. them. For exactly. Yeah. Day. Once in a while I'll have some fresh. If I get a little bit of fruit, like berries and stuff, I'll eat fresh, obviously. We, we tried, uh, we did a keto diet for a month okay. last year, um, the fad. Yeah, see, I don't believe it. Diets, to, oh. it's not, can't be a diet because that's just a temporary fix. In yeah. Life. You got to just have a certain way that you live your life. Yeah. And that's it from now on. It's not, no, it's I can't not even remember it's what I do. I can't remember why we tried. You don't exactly. diet and exercise, you eat and train, okay? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, but we did that and one good thing did come of it. Um, it was just a month and it just regulated my shitting. Hmm. Literally. Yeah, I would do that easily. I would crap like so much before. So much before. And then ever since just that one month, I, it might just be a coincidence. I don't know. But it's been once, maybe twice a day. Where before. See, yeah, it's always two for me. One in the morning and one after work. And but I, I and that's just how it's been since I've been doing it. It's been consistent like that. Yeah. Part of it's probably too when you're eating the food. So t- digestion time and stuff yeah. like that, right? Yeah. I don't know if people, I, I never used to be a big eat in the morning person, but since I started putting on a little more size, like before, cause I was like 25 pounds lighter than I am now easily. Yeah. And you know what I mean? Since I actually put on size and stuff like that, I found eating in the morning is a lot easier now. Like I'm hungry in the morning. Yeah. I have no problem eating those yeah, fucking eggs and all that. You know what I mean? I'm like, yeah. it's time to eat. Let's go, you know? Yeah. And then usually, yeah, it's like by 10 o'clock, I'm, that's already my second meal of the day. It's not, you know what I mean? Break. I've already eaten twice now. Yeah. Yeah. You like fried bologna? No. Well, I mean, I like it, but it's not good for you. I haven't had bologna. What do you mean? Bologna is so good. That's like lips so and assholes and hoofs exactly, and snout. Yeah. That's all that is, buddy. <laughs> That's the, the the indigenous. They use all the parts of the animal. Mm-hmm. The way we can do that is eating our bologna. There we go. Bologna. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, fried bologna is good, though. I will give you that. It does taste good. It does taste good. I don't have it. It tastes a bit too salty now for me these days. Okay. To eat it too much, I don't. Mind. I used to, but I mentioned earlier how I put my over easy eggs on my toast. Mm-hmm. I used to fry bologna, put the fried bologna on the toast, and then the egg okay. on top of that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> I think I might have that soon. There we go. It's been a while. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. So you've been in competitions, I assume we I just went get, on about well, that. I didn't so. get a chance to because they got they got cancelled, remember? That's oh, so you actually didn't haven't you, gotten into didn't any, get to do it. You were gonna start. Yeah, that's part of the reason, you know what I mean, why I ended up going down south too and started working there first, so I had more time to put into that. Yeah. And then I was getting ready to do it, everything was in place and cancelled. Oh, that's so terrible. that and then I ended up coming back up here and now I'm gonna try again. It's like it's a little, little tougher now because of the time yeah. I, I don't have those couple extra hours, but where I'll be moving now, I'll, it'll give me a little bit more time in the yeah. evening. So I, I think I can make it work still. I mean, so like I said, that's, you know, and I need the home gym because I need to have access to it right away. Yeah. I can't be getting home from work, having to do this, that, then going to the gym and then it, it, there's no yeah. time for that shit. Do you know what I mean? I had something similar kind of happen where, um, well, like I was saying earlier, I wouldn't go to school. I wouldn't leave this job to go to school to do music mm-hmm. stuff. Um, but I did find someone around here who was willing, I would help him with doing his stuff and he would okay. teach me this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, whether that's setting up, uh, cause he, all the local shows that happen, he does the sound for that. Okay. All that kind of stuff. I was going to help him out with that. 
But every time we would set a date and a time for me to go out to this place for us to shoot the shit um, mm-hmm. and, and him teach me some things, three times we set a date and time. And three times Ontario went into lockdown on that damn day. <laughs> so we haven't set a date because I think we're both scared mm-hmm. that if we set a date, <laughs> lockdown's yeah. going to come again. That's the yeah. thing, too, with the shows and stuff. I'm like, is it going to get canceled? Yeah. It's going to happen again? Who knows? Yeah. It's going to be in the fall, probably when everyone's going to start getting sick again. Like, yeah. normally, you know what I mean? You start getting a cold and everyone's going to go into fucking panic. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. We'll see. I, I'm thinking it should be better because, well, I'm. I'm judging this off of America because they look in a pretty decent place now compared to us. Okay. Like, uh, their fans are allowed back in the stands mm-hmm. and all that. And then the numbers are going down. Mm-hmm. Hoping that's going to come for us. Yeah, that'll be good. I haven't been to a concert. And- that's what you're worried about. A fucking concert. Eh? <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> going to a concert. I guess. Fair enough. I love concerts. It's been a long time. Yeah, you know, you know, I would just, I would say personally, this really hasn't affected me too much in any way like that. The only thing is just put everybody else in a fucking panic, and that affected me in that way. It's because everything's stupid well, it's, stores. It's, it's, you know what I mean? How it's, I would agree, it hasn't affected my day to day all that much. I still get everything but I want, do it, what I need to do. Is, is social media has always been a not good for mental health, always, I would say. Mm-hmm. But since the start of this, I think social media is even worse for mental health because <laughs> everyone's friggin' bitching and arguing at mm-hmm. each other. They're mm-hmm. arguing about COVID and taxes and whatever they're <laughs> arguing about. It's hard to go online without getting, without seeing that and either getting pissed off or. Or depressed, whatever. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Gotta watch what you say now. Yeah. Everyone's really gotta watch. A baby. <laughs> yeah. What's the magic word to get what you want? I'm offended. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, I used to want to get a bumper sticker that just said, I'm offended. <laughs> no reason. I'm just I'm offended. offended. Yeah. Something to whine about. So... Multigrain pasta or white pasta? Yeah, just white pasta. White pasta, really? Yeah, I don't, uh, but my bread, never white bread. Never. Never white bread. Never. It doesn't have to be whole wheat, but most of the time, usually it's got something, it's usually brown of some kind, or it's got like ancient grains or like berries in it, pumpkin seeds, weird stuff. Just try the, uh, like grainy bread. I think mine is. Ancient grains with quinoa. Okay, I don't think I had the quinoa. I, th- I don't think maybe the quinoa shied me away because I, th- I think I had it once or I've had it a couple times, like cooked, and it was okay. But it was like, eh, I don't know if I want that on my bread. I think it's like nine grams of protein in two slices, which is pretty good for bread. Yeah, that's about what the ancient grains ones are. Yeah, yeah I like them. Mm-hmm. So it's the Dempster's bread you're getting. Yeah, you usually get that, or in, you go to Walmart. Yeah, that's right. In the little corner there. In yeah. the corner, yeah, that's where I go. Walmart's got my grocery business. Yeah, it's just easy. They got everything. Prices usually aren't yeah. bad. And that's funny when all that friggin' pandemic thing was going on. That like I used to go to Walmart, and after I couldn't just go to one store. It's like because they didn't have anything, so I'd, I'd just start one of the town, yeah. every grocery store, until I got what I needed. And a lot of the times, I'd go to the store and I'd be looking at something that I need to buy, and I realized at Walmart it was actually cheaper at. You know, so I was just like, you know, like they have everything I need, so I just go there for everything now. I find Food Basics usually has a lot of cheaper stuff, mm-hmm. but I don't like their produce. No, like their veggies. 
frigates like it's like gone bad in like a day or two days i feel like they go to the dumpster at walmart grab (laughs) everything out (laughs) no i don't know yeah i think that's a common thing people say yeah quality's not quite with some things but i mean stuff that's pre-packaged or whatever like yeah pre-packaged yeah not bad for good i go there to get some frozen salmon fillets okay you like salmon yeah i don't mind it I don't mind it. Oh, I love I like salmon. White fish, though, more like white fish style meat. Okay, like uh, sea bass is good. Sea bass. Sea bass. I yeah. had some bass yesterday, actually. And, uh, what else? Um, cod's okay. It's kind of a common one. Yeah. Um, there was something other kind of fish I bought. I can't remember what it's called. I have to think. Tuna. <laughs> I love. Uh, usually, when it comes on sale, they get real cheap. I'll go buy a whole. Oh, I love it, tuna. Like a little flat of it. Oh. I'll double stack it and. Usually spend like twenty five bucks or something. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing better than funeral sandwiches. <laughs> funeral tuna sandwiches, yeah, uh, salmon sandwiches, egg salad, all that. Mm-hmm. Those little triangle sandwiches. Let's try this unicorn poop now. It's time. So this is the one that flashes, right? They both no flash. Button. No, no button. <sighs> yeah, there it is. That's the same as the one I had. That's kind of fruity too, a bit. Out of taste, I never tried that one. Candy fruity, kind of. Almost reminded me of cherry blasters for a second. Not as not as harsh as that one. Well, not, well, not that it was harsh, just not as didn't seem as aggressive. I guess. Okay. Yeah, unicorn poop is smooth. I hear it's smooth. Want some? No. What? No. What do you mean no? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> I got to keep it semi-professional. Semi, semi-pro. Okay. I'm having beers already. <laughs> I'm over here full amateur hour. No, no. <laughs> one more, one more. You're fine. You're the guest on the on the Joe Rogan show. That's right. And I need to be comfortable. No, no. <laughs> that was good. Thank you. Ah, there we go. <coughs> there it comes. Pass me that. Oh, fuck it. That's it. I'll have some unicorn poop. There we go. Get it. You'll see. It was smooth. Pretty smooth. Oh, there it is. Oh. Professionalism out the window. <laughs> oh, shit. Mom, I hope you're not listening to this one. We love you, Mom. We do love you, Mom. Even though it's Father's Day, this is my day. Yeah. This is our day. Fuck you, Dad. Yeah. Love you, Mom. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Happy Father's Day to my father, who I know he will be listening to this at some point when he's not so busy. Right now, he's pretty busy. <clears throat> so I got some more questions more for questions. you. Here. Okay. Okay. So no, nope, I don't want to answer it. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of these we actually touched on. Already. Oh, did we? Okay. So I did ask you this earlier. Okay. Um, I'm gonna ask it again. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> You're on a bulking or cutting site. Oh yeah, you went on to that right now. Uh, that's because it's kind of 
I would say I'm still trying to put on some size. I need to get some more size. To so, so if you're going to start working out next week, you're bulking. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yes, exactly. I need to put on some size before. And your main difference, so I'm assuming you diet differently when you're bulking. Yeah, more or less. Uh, just the portions change, really. Yeah. Foods pretty much stays the same. I mean, you can, like I said, you can do little things for a cut, like, you know, eat leaner meats yeah. and stuff like that. But yeah. most of it is portion Do you, in, in, in the gym, are you changing your reps to, like, higher reps to just look bigger? Uh, honestly, my workout really never changed that much. Um, maybe some higher reps once in a while. I, I don't yeah. know. I just, I'm usually 10 to 12 reps every set. for Every set. Four sets. Forever. That's pretty much how I do it, yeah. Four sets? Four sets. Ooh. One's a warm-up set, three are working. Okay. So, I mean, that's usually for the first couple of exercises, it's kind of like that. But once you have, after you've done a few things, you're warmed up. Like, yeah. you usually get into it and just go straight to the working sets, and then I would just do four. Okay. Yeah. I know when I was going, I would, for like, mm-hmm. I would go to the bench and lift the bar like 15 times with nothing on it. Mm-hmm. That would be my warm-up. Okay. Uh, yeah, mine I would just like... Put weights on and just take fifty pounds less than what I would normally do. Yeah, do that. Well, you're a beast. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, that's kind of how that would work. Yeah. So, um, freak. Damn unicorns! <laughs> Freaking unicorns! Um. Ah. Oh. What? Working out. You went to the bench press. You did the the flat bar, fifteen reps, and then you were warmed up. That's Stretches. Do you stretching at all? Not a lot, really. Actually, it's uh, maybe I should. I don't know. I've well, never... so that's what I was gonna say. Is I've heard varying things about stretching, mm-hmm. where there's like I guess there's some kind of science out where you shouldn't stretch too much. Not too much. No, I, you want to. You would want to stretch personally. I'd say you'd want to warm up first before you start stretching. Yeah, pull on something that's cold might not be good. Yeah, right? so that we would. Me and my buddy, we would do like run on the treadmill for a couple minutes, like not full blown sprint or anything, but just to kind of, yeah, I would never do that because I, I feel like that would just make you'd lose your calories for muscle building. Lose, lose takes the wind out of you doing that. And yeah. That's cardio that's, you need, trust me when you're pumping weights heavy and hard, your heart's beating fast and yeah. puffing and puffing. Like you, yeah. I, mean, I would always do it at the end because I'm like, I need that energy to put into my weights. Yeah. I can always hit the bike at the end or whatever. Okay. And depending on what you're doing, like I don't, I wouldn't be touching the bike personally really right now anyways because I stay fairly lean in general. I don't put on yeah. a lot of fat, and uh, I would only really start that when I was doing a cut getting ready for a show. Yeah. You know, so that's really, I mean, if I wanted to, I could, but I, I really don't feel like I'm not. You know what I mean? I don't need to. Yeah. I don't need that. Man, making me feel so small. <laughs> <laughs> But no, I got a spin bike, so that's what I do in my cardio with. I just, the treadmill's big and bulky, and it just, I feel like that's not as good for your body, pounding on your joints, running like that. Yeah, like no. Either, you know what I mean? I feel. I'd rather a bike than running. Mm-hmm. I, I, uh, my manager at my last boss, he's a big runner, like mm-hmm. do marathons and right. stuff. And then I was like, oh, I'll, I'll go for a run. And I, went, I wanted to go down a golf course there. I hadn't run at all in years. I wanted to do five clicks for my first run. Just run right to Kenson back. There you go. I ended up, I, I did, I think I did four kilometers or three okay. and a half. But I ended up pulling a muscle in my ass partway through. Damn. And then I was just like just power walking because <laughs> I'd try and run and it was just hurting. I pulled mm-hmm. a muscle in my ass. Yeah. Frig, I felt, I... Felt my felt like I was <laughs> pushing forty there. Yeah, jeez, pushing forty. 
No, but I mean, as far as stretching goes, I'll do a little bit maybe in between sets and stuff. Yeah. If we just stretch the work, the muscle group that I'm working. Yeah. I think it was how I would usually do something like that. Or like after I do a good workout, you know what I mean? You feel all sore, I'll stretch that a little bit too. Yeah. Just to kind of help. But that's, yeah, that's pretty much all the stretching I do. Okay. Yeah. Maybe I should do more. I don't know. Maybe I, I think I do enough. I'm not. No, you probably do I enough. Mean, you look fle- in good shape. I'm so. not as flexible as I could be or as others. I know I, that I know for sure. I yeah. know my flexibility is not as good as it probably should be. So maybe I should stretch more. I'm thinking. Yeah. I don't know if that would improve that or not. But I'm fine. Well, you're doing well because <laughs> you're freaking jacked. So try. <laughs> yeah, could, be, could be better though. But that's the thing. Like I said, like I know I could be in better shape than I'm right now if I just got to be a little more serious. But right now I'm just other things come up and that's okay. Uh. Can you, happens. Just give me one second. Hello? I'm home, yeah, but I'm recording a podcast at the moment. Okay, uh, you could just put it in my car. It's unlocked. All right. Thanks, man. Yeah, thank you. Um, if, if it goes in the car, it's locked, just call me. I'll unlock it. All right. Catch you later. Bye. Au revoir. I might leave that in. <laughs> what the fuck? Hello? Ah. Uh. <laughs> Just give me a second. My keys are in my pocket. Try now. Right on. Thanks, bud. Yeah, catch you later. Bye. So unprofessional of me. <laughs> oh, where were we? I don't remember now. We were just going on about stretching. Stretching, yeah. Stretching. Nothing too crazy. Nothing so too crazy. You're right. So uh, there's going to be things I don't know here. Because like I said earlier, I don't know you as well as my other guests. Better respect my privacy. So, <laughs> like... You got like a backstory. Like I only know a little bit about you. Like you got a backstory. Like some crazy stories. What do you mean a backstory? backstory. Like how do you get to where you are now? How do I get to where I am now? That's I don't. I is it a little loaded of a question? It is. I I don't know how to answer that. I don't know. I feel I need. So I'll, I'll be more specific. Yeah, if you can be more specific. That would help. So. Do you have like, did you ever have like any struggles with drugs or anything like that? <sighs> Not really. I wouldn't say struggles, no. Uh, I mean, I enjoy them. You know what I mean? I used to do a little more. Obviously, I do now. I just smoke pot now. I don't, you know, I had done other things, but I kind of just. Did you ever have like a drug of choice back when you're recreational use? Uh... Well, pot's always been there. So yeah. It's been always my number one. I've always smoked pot. Like, uh, what else? I mean, I haven't done too many other things. I've done some cocaine. I've done mushrooms. Um, mushrooms are... And ecstasy. I've never done acid, though. I've never done heroin or anything crazy yeah. or crystal meth. Nothing wild like those. Yeah. But everything else is pretty much, yeah, I've done that. And, you know, the more normal of the crazy stuff, I yeah. guess you could say. Yeah. Um, I liked it. It's fun. It's just some of them are dangerous to play around with. You yeah. Gotta, you got to know when to give that yeah. up and stop. And that's that's a lot of people don't have that power. You know? Yeah. And I was fortunate that I could enjoy it and just, it's okay, stop. It's time to stop. And yeah. I mean, I, I can let it go easily. 
Yeah, ecstasy. I used to do that a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it turned into MDMA. Or that's something. the MDMA. That's because what I did a lot more. Tablets anymore? Because it was like what was it? I, was, I can't remember what, but not that long ago, I asked one of my buddies, yeah. "You still get ecstasy tablets?" Yeah. And because I'm like, I haven't seen those since high school. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I'll look around, but he couldn't find him. He's like, he's, he had one himself. He's like, I actually saved one that I got. And it was a purple transformer. He's like, I'm never taking it. <laughs> yeah. You don't find them the more you just, maybe one day you will, but. Yeah. Well, so I guess ecstasy, like in that pill form is MDA. Okay. And then the capsules is MDMA. So I've never seen it in the capsule. I've always just seen it loose. In the You've chunks. never seen it in the capsule. No, no, I've only seen it a couple times. I haven't been exposed to that very much. Yeah, it's just been like a rocky, chunky stuff, like salty yeah. looking almost. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I used to do that a lot, like way more. It didn't make sense how much I was doing it because it's not the kind of drug that doing two days in a row makes any sense because you used up all your happy chemicals in your brain the first time you used it, and then you do it again the second day. No, and, and then mushrooms as well. Those are. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I used to like them. I used to do them every once in a while, and then I had a, a really bad incident. Really? Oh, yeah. I just uh, had some. And, um, and I just, everything was fine. You had a bad trip? Kind of, yeah. Well, it just, there was people coming over or whatever, too, and I, like, uh, somebody upstairs was coming to see me, and, and I started feeling today, and I'm like, oh, and then they left, and then I was trying to watch the show, and I kind of, panic because it got stuck on the same yeah. scene for like 10 minutes straight it felt like the same thing and i'm like oh yeah like shut them shut it off i'm freaking out and uh so i went to the bathroom tried to throw up and then couldn't yeah so i'm like i'm just gonna lock the doors because i don't want anybody to see me like this yeah fine and then i went into the next room blacked right out cold, oh out cold i thought i was awake the yeah. whole time until yeah my girlfriend at the time was Pulling me off the floor, trying yeah. to wake me up, freaking out, having a meltdown because yeah. I was laying there with my eyes rolled the back of my head Ooh. on the ground, and I thought I was awake the whole time. Yeah, buddy. That's I, not good. I had a big goose egg on the front of my head. I split the back of my head open. I had to go get stitches. Ooh. Uh, yeah, buddy. After that, I shut her down. Never again, so eh? That's enough of that. And prior to that, every single time, I had the best. Yeah. The so best time. I had so much I, fun on them. I used to eat them a lot. Like I'd eat them a few times a week. There's like Holy a shit. there was like a three month, four month period where I was eating them two or three times eat, a week. Because I'd go for like well, at least a half a quarter, at least. That's what I mean. Yeah, so I mean, I needed minimum just to even feel giggly. Yeah, like if I wanted to start hallucinating, I need to be in seven to ten gram range so, to start really going trippy. Um, me, the thing that I liked with them was the shift in my perspective on life, mm-hmm. and and I I would be. It, able to see things I can, I'm not a visual person mm-hmm. but I'd be able to see things I couldn't mm-hmm. normally but see hallucinate <laughs> not like not like literal I see things man not not yeah, like too, that <laughs> um I had some on New Year's mm-hmm. and when we came back home here I'm looking around and I I literally I could see the hominess environment that Amanda <laughs> was trying to create and I was just, I felt so appreciative. Yeah. I'm like, oh, babe, I see what you're trying to do here. I can, I can't normally see this. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this is like, you know, like girls will spend money on like little signs in the house, like mm-hmm. live, live, laugh, love or whatever it says. Yeah, yeah. I understand. And, and normally I'm like, oh, fuck, that cost me 30 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I'm like, Oh, I, I see the environment you're trying to create. 
And then I remember, uh, well, she went to bed. She, she didn't eat mushrooms, but I did. And, uh, yeah, I did. (laughs) I, I was just looking around and I could, like, I remember, like, seeing math, like, looking around like I'm like seeing the geometry around her place looking at the geometry <laughs> of the placement like the feng shui whatever and then uh, I came in here and I just like I just want to listen to some music I've got this old 1970 Marantz stereo down here Okay. I put some Pink Floyd on If it's going to turn into oil soon you can make some gas yeah, <laughs> yeah so I put some Pink Floyd on okay Put uh, those headphones on. Those are some pretty good headphones. And uh, it was so amazing. And there was Pink Floyd songs that I wasn't as big on because musically it wasn't as interesting to me. Mm-hmm. Like uh, the song Time and the song Money. Okay. Those two in particular off their most popular album. It's considered one of the best of all time, Dark Side of the Moon. Mm-hmm. But when I was on the mushrooms, I was listening. I'm not a lyrics guy usually, but the lyrics, I started tripping out like, man, I'm going to die someday. <laughs> I've only got a limited amount of time. Oh, that. And, sure. and, and uh, normally that would be, would make me start feeling bad trip. No, I feel that. Even in normal, but that makes me panicky. I was, uh, I, I was feeling really good about it. I had a great time, but I did have a bad mushroom trip one time. Mm-hmm. It was the last bikers reunion. Okay. So 2015, no, 2016. Okay. Um, normally, so like I said, I always eat at least half a quarter. Me and my buddy got some mm-hmm. and I had that same amount. And it just so happened to be a super batch of mushrooms or something. Mm-hmm. Cause I was. Way well, see, that's what happened to me. I eat, I usually eat like, like I said, seven to ten grams. That yeah. was half of what I normally had, just because I wanted to try it out. Yeah, and it just took you me just right launched. over. Just launch, man. Oh yeah, yeah. It took me right over, and it wasn't a yeah. fraction of what I normally had. And, and mushrooms right. is kind of a thing where you got to be in a particular environment. Mm-hmm. If you're indoors, it's got to be somewhere you're comfortable. Mm-hmm. Outdoors, I find you're good, but when there's a bunch of people around, like mm-hmm. the last bikers, it's like a thousand people there. And when it hit me, I was in the beer tent, and it was just crammed full of people, and I was having a sensory overload. No, I bet. Like, oh, man. Like, uh, visually, I could only, like, the size of this room, I would say that's all I could process, and everything beyond that was just Blurred. too much. <laughs> it was just too much. Yeah. And I have my one buddy, Austin, the guy who just called me on the phone, he's dropping off something in my car. Um, he would never come out. He was like going through a hard hermit stage for like two years. He would mm. never come to anything. He finally comes out to bikers yeah. and I'm tripping too hard. And I'm like, sorry guys, we we got to go somewhere else without people go to the beach just to chill at the picnic tables. Yeah. And he's like, man, I finally come out. <laughs> I finally come out of the house and I'm, I can't be around people. And and I had to catch a plane the next morning from Timmins to fly to Thunder Bay and then go to Dryden. And I was supposed to drive there, but I was friggin' way too messed up. So I had to call my dad. (laughs) Can you drive me to Timmins? I I was like, I would normally not tell him I took mushrooms because my parents are pretty much like Mm anti-everything except for booze. Mm -hmm. 
And uh, I'm like, you, Dad, you got to drive me. I can't. And I had a really good chat with him up on the way there. But then when I got to the airport in Timmins, there's like this big black security lady friggin' searching yeah. me. And I'm still all high on mushrooms, just tripping out. <laughs> Shit. Get on the plane and everything. But yeah, that was that was the only bad trip I ever had. Mm-hmm. And the only time I ever did that since then was was the New Year's this year. And that was a good time. Nice. Right on. See, I... I I thought about it maybe, but I'm like, no, I can't risk it anymore. That really sucked for me, man. That was not fun. Wake up and I just started pouring sweat too from that. Like my body was just trying to get it out. Eh? Like I mean, it looked like I had a shower with my clothes on, man. Yeah, it was that bad. And it was within a matter of a couple minutes. Yeah, like I had never sweat so hard so fast in all my life. Like, yeah, it's, hey, did you ever try salvia? No, actually, never. Don't, 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 <laughs> don't, don't do don't it. Do it. So I was around a couple of friends at the time, like we were smoking some weed. Yeah. And they're like, oh, shit. they both had some in front of me or whatever. And yeah. And other than that, I've never, no. So yeah, I, I would not recommend it. 10 out of 10 would not recommend. Okay. I, I don't Why? know. I, so I've smoked it four or five times well, and I don't, I don't recommend it, but I just keep I don't, that pipe. <laughs> I guess I was thinking maybe it'll be different this time. And, and, <laughs> and the only reason it wasn't as bad as the first time was because I didn't trip as hard. Cause, like I've done acid and mushrooms and that, mm-hmm. and I didn't trip near as hard. Salvia is completely legal. You can buy it at a pot shop. It's it's supposed to be an incense hmm. that you have like light smoke in your house. Okay, it just keeps and, you a little bit buzzed. And yeah, <laughs> I, I get it must affect you in some way, even like that. Because when I smoked it, I left this plane of existence. I was gone. <laughs> I was somewhere else. And if I could imagine hell, it would be an eternity of that salvia trip. Damn. Um, I I remember taking the hoot, mm-hmm. and I it was just out of a pipe. It wasn't even out of a bong. Okay, there was a bong where I was. And, and I blew it out, and I looked in the corner of the room at this Coca-Cola case, mm-hmm. and within five seconds, I was gone. I was <laughs> not here. How long did it last, though? I heard it very short. It is short, but it felt like For forever. You, if everybody else, what do they say usually? Like, minutes? it was probably five minutes. About five minutes, yeah. Um, I remember, so... Like it's almost the visuals I saw were I can't even describe them, but every I was seeing though at one point I saw like it was like I seen everyone I ever met in my life at least a few times. It was on a close level okay. of some sort. Hmm. Have you ever seen Monsters Inc? Yes, I think I have. Yeah. You know how there's the doors, the doors that come yeah, down. Yeah, the doors, that's right. So it was like say the track went up in an arc like this, so you would just see millions of doors mm-hmm. flapping at you. But instead of doors, I was seeing cartoon versions of everybody <laughs> and it just flapping by me like that. <laughs> and it was so scary. And then that's weird. I can't remember. Like it, it was really scary. And then I remember sort of coming out of it mm-hmm. and I couldn't, I did not have a sense of balance whatsoever. Okay. I remember standing up like on a tilt. I had a few friends in the shed mm-hmm. there and. I was trying behind me was all black. I couldn't see anything but darkness behind Mm -hmm. me. And I was trying to keep my friends. I was seeing that as the world I just came out of. (laughs) And I was trying to keep my friends out of it, Mm -hmm. but it was just coming out of me. (laughs) 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 And and my buddy said, my buddy said's like the worst guy to be around when you're like tripping too hard. Mm -hmm. He just goes, see, He's he's brain dead. 
<laughs> and I just full out launched back into the world I was in. <laughs> he said he's brain dead. I thought I was dying. All of a sudden, like I'm on a friggin' surgery table, and someone's <laughs> about shit. to friggin' cut my head open because I'm oh. brain dead. They got to do brain surgery Fix on me. Head. Oh, shit. I, I came back out, and I was just sweating buckets. Oh, I and I would not recommend that to a soul. That was yeah, the scare. I've been through a lot of things in my life, but that was the most scared I've ever been. It doesn't sound too fun. No. And that's legal. <laughs> You're allowed to do this shit. Just so you know. Maybe because they know what it's like. It's like, what if you really want to do that? To yeah. Like, like acid, you're tripping for a solid eight hours, right. tripping hard. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it was never like that. I've never left a plane of existence before. Yeah, that's great. Well, that's like I said when I had the mushrooms there, and I yeah, and I was I thought I was awake the whole time, man. Yeah, until I was being drugged off the floor by someone, and they were freaking out. I'm like, oh, realize what was going on. Yeah, that's weird, man. That's a weird oh, feeling. It's it's too much. Mm-hmm. I, so yeah, ten out of ten would not recommend salvia. <laughs> You're not missing out on anything. All right. <laughs> I remember when Miley Cyrus. Um, you know who that is, obviously, right? Yeah. There, back when I was, I was probably in grade eight at the time. A picture surfaced on the internet of her smoking out of a bong. Okay. And it, since she was a Disney star, this was a a big thing. People were freaking out, and and I don't know if it was her like legal team or what who told her to say this. And she's like, "No, it was salvia. It's legal." Bullshit! It was sal. The one time you're hitting a bong is salvia. Yeah, like <laughs> fuck, like uh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, she was totally lying on that. There's no way. <laughs> All right, so you play any instruments? No, no instruments. None. None. Never. Well, I mean, I messed around with the guitar a little bit here and there for fun, but never really got into anything. No. I was never really good to play anything. I could just strum a few different things or whatever. Yeah. And that was a long time ago. I just, not something I was really interested in. Yeah. If you could play any instrument, saxophone, tuba, guitar. Yeah, maybe the saxophone. Alto sax, yeah. Yeah, I love saxophone. Mm -hmm. I can't play it. I've never tried, but I mean, I love the sound of it. Mm -hmm. That's why I like some old rock and roll, like... Bob Seger or whoever there sometimes I'll have some saxophone in there and it's it's just so soothing. Yeah. yeah. So I know you've got an awesome yellow Jeep. Okay, yeah, yeah. The Jeep. Linda. Linda, that's her name? That's her name, Linda. Okay. I don't I was telling Amanda that every vehicle is a female. Okay. Like they're none of them are dudes. They're always the woman name. It's true. It is. It is true, right? They're all women. Usually, yeah. I don't think I have no one yet. And then she said, "What if a girl names a car?" And I was like, "I don't know. I think they're still women. I don't know if women name their cars. I know my mom named her car once, but it was Becky. Okay. <laughs> and it's because the license plate said B E K V. Okay. Kind of yeah. looked like Becky. But I mean, um, and I know you've got a crotch rocket. Not anymore. No, you sold it. Yeah, I used some of that money for to pay for the Jeep. Oh, I have a car. Yeah, but the red one still? No, white one. Oh, it's white, but the Mazda, yeah, right? The white Mazda. Yeah. Why did th- I? I always think those Mazda. Is it a Mazda Six? Yeah, MX Six. Yeah. Um, 
I always think the red for some reason in my memory. Mm-hmm. So you still got that? No. Well, that's why in the beginning of the Jeep, I had that car and everything was fine with it. No issues. Um, we had this big ice storm uh, kind of thing. And there was like a good half inch of coated over the vehicle. So I didn't drive it for a couple of days. Yeah. Prior to that, no problems. Like all the ice kind of melted, came off. Yeah. I'm like, all right, I got to go somewhere. I hopped in it, took off down the road, got up to speed, got about two telephone pole widths and the yeah. hood ripped right off and blew off. Really? Oh yeah, smashed up onto the top of the car, flew off, there's a car behind me, swerved. I was like, holy shit, I hit the brakes and I just went home. <laughs> really? <laughs> well, I went back to my, my roommate at the time and I had a friend there, I'm like, I'm like, I just lost the hood on the fucking road, we gotta go back and get it. So we all hopped in another car, drove there, we just opened the trunk, stuck it in, and buddy held it through the back seat <laughs> and we drove it back to the house. And I just wasn't able to find another hood for it just because it was a little bit of a rare car. Yeah. And I called all kinds of places, man, like scrapyards and tow truck places yeah. and all, everybody I could think of and no go. So I just ended up selling it and I'm like, well, I need another vehicle. And so I found the Jeep and then got rid of my bike. And Is it stick? Yeah, it's a six speed. Yeah. Ah, that's awesome. Yeah, no, I like it. It's fun. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so that's how the bike ended up going. I've just been using the Jeep now. Yeah. I'm really happy with it. It's been really good. I remember you gave me a ride. We drove home once um, from work. Mm-hmm. I can't remember if we both were getting off early that day or what the case was. But we rode together home that day. I liked riding in that car. It was nice. Yeah, it was, it was fast. That was stick as well, right? Yeah, that was too, yeah. Do you have preference for stick? Yeah, yeah. I'd rather that. I'd like I feel a more stick. In control. It's weird. I'll get into like a work truck or somebody else's vehicle to go to drive and... Every time I go to slow yeah. down, I'll be swinging my hand up for the sticker. I'll go to push where the clutch is, and oh my foot yeah. hit the floor. Ah, fuck. <laughs> my Toyota, I do. It's got paddle shifting on it. Mm-hmm. It's it's automatic, but I mean, but I use it a lot. Yeah, I right. always use it for slowing down and okay, and, um, just mm-hmm. to save my brakes. So. Gearing down, yeah. I use I use my gears too a lot to do that. So. But uh, if you were like, if you could get any car, like, do you have a dream car? Car or truck? I don't know. Bike too. You can name a bike. Well, I really liked my bike. I was happy with that. Um, I don't know. I like the Jeep. The Jeep is nice. Um, that's the thing. Every vehicle I've got has kind of been unique in its own way. Like I had a Fiero. They're kind of, you know, Fieros or whatever. Of course. And then I had uh, an 86 uh, Celica GTS. That was also stick. You're totally a Fiero guy. You know what? <laughs> you kind of remind me of Jason Siegel a little bit. I don't know if you know who that is. Sounds like a name I've heard before. Have you ever watched How I've Met Your Mother? Mm-hmm. You know the couple there, Lucy and Marshall? Mm, you might be losing me already now. Okay. Uh, have you ever seen I Love You, Man? Yes, but I don't remember much of that either. Okay. It's okay. Oh, look, fuck. Like I got to show you this guy. I gotta sh- I'm got i going to show you him because you do remind me of him. Hmm. He's also a bigger guy, not quite as jacked. I would say he's more just tall. Um, You're talking about. I'm pretty sure I do now. Let me have to take a look here. This guy. Him, yeah. Okay, yeah. that's what I thought. Yeah, yeah, in, yeah, in How I Met Your Mother, mm-hmm. he drives a Fiero. Okay. But I totally can picture you in a mm-hmm. Fiero. I didn't have the car long because it had a lot of problems and I yeah. was tired of dealing with it, so I sold it. Yeah. My first car was a Firebird. Okay. 1986, and I never got it on the road. Yeah, see, the Fiero was an 86, the Toyota was an 86, the Mazda was a 93, and the Jeep is an 05. Okay. So nothing in this decade. Not yet, no. Maybe one day, I don't know. We'll see. I'm going to keep the Jeep. So you didn't have any dream cars at all? Not really. I mean, just like Like all the cars I had have been older. Like a Supra? Yeah, Supras are nice. The older ones? Yeah, they're nice. I don't know. 
I mean, I like a lot of different vehicles because they're unique in their own yeah. ways, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I always have wanted a Viper, oh, yeah. Dodge Viper. Okay. But I really like the Dodge Challengers because mm. they look like they look a bit like the from the 70s. They look better in your opinion. But it's what you're saying. Yeah, they look better. <laughs> no, they're they're new, but they look they have that old school boxy okay. look. Mm-hmm. And do you know what they look like? I think I know what you're talking about. Another I'll picture. show you that too. Give me another visual. Here we go. And then I'll show you a, a bike actually. Um, see what you think of it. Uh, Dodge Challenger. Come on there. So this in particular. Okay, yeah, yeah. You see that old school look to it. Yeah, okay. And then, so that's, that, that would be my, my dream car right now. Like you could get a real good one for, like top of the line around hundred grand. No oh, fucking it's expensive. Yeah. But I mean that's probably with the like V twelve in it. Okay. Big motor um, too, yeah. But Dodge makes well they don't make it anymore, but they made this bike called a Tomahawk. Oh yeah, I know you're talking with the four wheels. You like know, eh? Thousand did that, did like that ever come into production though. I don't think it was available to the masses. But, but I mean it was a V ten in there. Okay. That would be so I'd like to ride <laughs> I probably couldn't because I don't really have much experience on a bike. Yeah, you wouldn't want something like that to start with. No. If if I were to buy a bike, it would be uh, a Honda Rebel. Oh, yeah? A little Rebel, yeah. Like, I think the biggest you can get a Rebel in is a 500. Okay. But they look so nice. Uh, I like those bikes that look like just a cruising like bike. A regular motorcycle. Yeah, I know yeah, what you mean. Yeah, I just, I my very first bike I bought was a Suzuki Marauder. It was called. It was almost. It was like yeah. the Honda version. I know. I know that bike. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, pretty much. Yeah, it was a two fifty. Just a small one. I just. I love that look of mm-hmm. just like a bike that a dad has in the eighties or something. I just. <laughs> I don't know what. I, I don't know why. I just. I love that look. <laughs> and I seen a Yamaha bike recently. I, I I don't know if it's directly competing <laughs> with uh, with the Rebel, but it, it it looks kind of in the same class. Okay, I've got to find it. It it's so it looks so nice, man. I like the look of crotch rockets too, but mm-hmm. I just I I really just like the look of. I'd like to get another cruising bike. Make. I'd like to, I think the next bike that I get is going to be an Enduro style one so I can go off and on road with it. Do you have a brand preference? Oh, I'm not sure. I was looking at some KTMs at one point. They look nice. Ducati? Mm, I don't know. I haven't looked in a while actually either too. But I am rebuilding an old uh, dirt bike that my uncle had back in the day. And I've slowly been working on that. But I mean, it's been on hold for like several months now because when I moved up here, I don't have anywhere to work on it, et cetera, yet. So that will also be completed once I get a chance to settle in. Oh, I love the look of it. This isn't what I'm talking about at all, but I, I think this is an Enduro, actually. Oh, yeah. That's old school looking for Yeah, sure. I love really that. Really old school looking. That's like, like 70s looking. It looks so nice. Yeah, it's cool. It's nice. It's unique. Yeah, I like it. Last year, I was wanting to like find a bike that's like, uh, like that you would find on the buy and sell because there was some. It was like 
hundred bucks doesn't run. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing. I wanted to get it going with my dad and uh, never ended up doing it. But I just wanted to buy like an old piece of junk mm. and restore it. Well, yes, we basically what I'm doing. Well, my uncle's was well, it was been sitting in the garage probably for twenty years when I got a hold of it. Oh yeah, the crotch truck? No, no, the, the the dirt bike I was talking about. Okay, it was my uncle's. He bought it when he had the, when the kids were really young to take them for rides on it, but they were scared, I guess, and and so he just ended up parking it and it had a crack in the gas tank and that made the gas get contaminated with dirt and then it went into the carburetor. And then he took the carburetor off and gave pieces of it to his buddy and I think it just got lost over the years and yeah. Sat there for like 20 years, and then I finally got it. So I rebuilt the bottom of the engine, um, did the frame, did the exhaust. Uh, I bought new spokes for it. Yeah. Shit. Like it's going to look brand new when it's done. So yeah. It'll be fun to, to rip around on that. It's a 175, yeah. Okay. Yeah, my last experience on a bike, I think I was 12. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was one of those Baja? Oh, one of those, yeah, like that Canadian Tire Special there. That, yeah. Yes. And... Uh, is a 125 mm-hmm. and it was close to the garage and I just I started up and I w- went forward but expecting to turn out to the left or whatever just freaking drove straight up wheelied right into the garage door yeah. <laughs> Yeah. But before that, my buddy had uh, like a little fifty friggin' um, Honda dirt bike. Oh yeah, yeah, okay. That was fun to ride around on, and he had like a one twenty five Yamaha knockoff that you'd buy on eBay. Okay, you buy it on eBay. I think it was like six hundred bucks for like a one twenty five, and you'd build it yourself, bolt it up out of the box, and yeah, dry it till it pukes. Pretty yeah. much. <laughs> so he would he would rip that, and actually, I think I heard this. This a uh, couple of years ago, he had bought a dirt bike, mm-hmm. and he was used to two strokes, and this one was a four stroke. Okay, and he didn't ever do an oil change on it because he's used to two strokes. I guess never mm-hmm. changed the oil. Okay, and he, him and my buddy were driving on the dirt bikes, and uh, the freaking the line on it just. Burst it off while they were driving and freaking squirting old dirty oil all over his leg. <laughs> Burnt his leg right up. Ooh. Yeah. Hmm. So I guess with like a four stroke, you got to change it fairly often. I'm not sure think. how that works. I but don't... He, he rode it quite a bit. I guess never. Hourly, they do run it by hours usually. Yeah. Things like that. Yeah. And But he had never changed the oil on <laughs> it. <laughs> and it just burst wide open on his leg. Cheesy. Oh, yeah. So, that's the end of my questions. That's it? Yeah. Well, question, are you sure? Yeah, I, I don't have anything more in my head. Okay. If you had anything you wanted to talk about, give her. But I have no more questions left. All right, very good. That's good? Yeah, good. All right, well, thanks for coming, Chris. <laughs> no problem. I hope you had fun. That was good. It was an experience. Also, I just I feel like... I'd need to do this again to get more comfortable. Yeah. Oh, there's no issue with coming on. Um, shout out to all the people listening. Uh, Tyler, I know you'll be listening. And sorry if I suck, guys, and this is boring. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler, Shane, I'd love to have both of you guys on here sometime um, if you're comfortable with that. So uh, if you'd like to come on, let me know, and we'll book something up. Have a good night, everybody. Happy Father's Day.
Thanks for listening, everybody. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Um, like, share, comment, rate, subscribe, all that good stuff. Thanks again to Chris for coming out. I had a good time. Thanks for listening. Um, stay tuned for the next episode.